Alpha, you know what I need. Teenagers with attitude. That's correct, Alpha. Teenagers with Attitude, the show where a bunch of grown adults sit around and talk about teenagers in tightly colored clothing. Um, hup, 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 hup. Um, Zach, yeah? I, we, they know they lost their tightly colored clothing. They don't have it anymore. Yeah, that's true. That's they true. don't have it anymore. They're they are just loosely colored now. Loosely colored clothing. Yep. Yeah. So is the show where a bunch of regular teenagers just go to the desert and some guys try to join the cops yep. and they fight some birds. <laughs> they fight some birds. They, yeah, fight well, some birds. they, get, they, yeah. get, they get harassed by some birds and run yeah. away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, I'm Zach, and joining me this week, we've got Luke. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got Joel. Hey, what's going on? Not much. We've got Simon. Mostly. Mostly Simon? Uh, Apple uh, Simon. If I sound weird, it's because I'm like on day six of a weird cold, and it's. But you know. I had to be here because I've seen the end of the tunnel and I have stories to tell. Yeah, we'll talk about that in just a second. Yep. And then uh, we have Emily. Hey, it's it's Emily. I missed last week, but I'm back. Now, we have Emily, but not Mike, yeah, which I don't think has ever happened before. And I was like... awkward. Give... That's like, I've never... Eh, I'll do... Hi. Hi. Am I, am, am, I that, am I that girl who like only hangs out with her boyfriend's friends with the boyfriend there? And now it's like just... Yeah. Well, I I was just going to give you the option to tell any embarrassing Mike stories at this juncture if you would like to. I don't think I have any embarrassing Mike stories. <laughs> I feel like those would be more fun to tell when he's around to get embarrassed by them. Yeah, yeah. that's true. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Well, I just I thought I'd ask, but I'm excited to do this week's episode because um uh there's a song in it that we'll talk about when we get to that is that made me like draw jaw agape at my TV screen. So we'll <laughs> we'll talk about it when we get there. But uh, before that, um, let's do a very brief talking about things. Talking about things. I didn't really have anything, uh, and then I quickly double-checked my Power Rangers news feed. <laughs> I'm so glad you did. You, you refreshed that RSS, and 
Yeah. So is there this was breaking, something. Zach? Lucky yeah. us. It's only a couple days old. Shut up, Luke. Listen, some, I I know that some people get their Power Rangers news from us. It's uh-huh. important. It's well, important they know. <laughs> We're the most trusted. So we've basically become the daily show of Power Rangers is what's going on here. Well, what? The, yeah, the, the two weeks later we show. I understand yeah. what you mean by that, but that you you took such a long way around for that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's just important people know our takes on these things. Otherwise, what would happen? Nothing. Nothing at all. <laughs> nothing would change. Yeah, literally yeah. nothing. <laughs> Everything would be fine. Yeah. So, um, the the 2018 uh, Sentai has been revealed, uh, and mm. it, the idea of it is really interesting because. Basically, there's going to be two sets of competing ranger teams. Oh, I like that. Oh, that's cool. They both have a, uh, a red ranger, and then one team has a pink and a uh, green ranger, and one team has a yellow and blue ranger. I'm sensing a butt coming up. Complimentary colors. I like that. Well, there's like six butts that yeah, we know Yeah, there's of. six butts. In so the it's, it's the plot of Hexagon. Yeah, right. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. That would be neat, but it. So basically, here's the thing: it's a cops and robbers uh, uh, season. Oh, right. which like that that's, might go tone deaf real fast. Well, the problem is that like, okay, it's a kids show. That's a very classic right. idea for like a kids thing. I sure. get it, but yeah, be a little careful. You know, we don't know anything about it yet. I will say that I just linked the image, the only image we've got so far to to y'all. Yeah. Uh, the the Rangers faceplates on the cops team are yeah. literally just badges uh-huh. in the middle of their faces, which they is kind really of like weird. Police hats on top of the visors. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I really like the robber Rangers. Oh, <laughs> the robber outfits look amazing. I They've love got them. capes first of all. Um, they also oh, have I thought like those were like money bags. But capes are better. <laughs> I wish it was mo- actually money bags would be great. No, Emily, if they had money bags, there would be a yen symbol on them, clearly. That's <laughs> yeah. true. Yeah. Um, but uh the the robbers have like a top hat uh shape. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like what that piece is. on top yeah. of their uh uh like it's hard to describe really. I'll- so they're representing the phantom thieves. Wake up, get up, get out there. I actually I think that is too. what's going on. Oh god, I hate this. What is going on? I have no idea. I'm very confused right now. Is the song? They're singing the persona theme. Uh, so really quickly. Yeah, I still have no idea what's going on. I didn't even recognize it. <laughs> uh, Persona Five. Uh, you you represent the Phantom Thieves, and your like patron. Your your persona is based on like a Japanese mythical thief. Wait, is it Japanese? I thought it was British. Yeah, is Lupin. it British? It, Lupin's oh, French. Okay. Oh no, he's French. Our son Lupin. Yeah, oh, French. Like, French. You know, like the character that Lupin the Third is based off of. That's yes, the same character yes, yes. that well, it's, a fr- it's, a, it's a French novel that got really popular in Japan for some reason. Yeah, yeah. And, there and, you and, go. And okay. your persona is based off that character. So. Yeah. yeah, and his uh, and he has a very similar look. Uh, so I think that's neat. It's a cool idea. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. This would make this a lot easier because it's called Kaoto Sentai Lupin Ranger oh, versus yes. oh, well, yeah. <laughs> Keisatsu Sentai Pato Ranger. Okay, yeah, so they're definitely going for that. 
Someone there definitely played Persona 5 and went, we should do that. No, well, there's no. a bunch of uh, Lupin stuff in Japan. But uh, yeah, yes, you're, you're right. right. But it's, um, the, the fact that it's coming now, that's probably blinked, I guess. I'm mad that the Green Ranger's a cop. Are we due to, uh, like, how, how is this going to fit into, like, the adaptation schedule? Is this one going to come to America? If, I guess, because, like, there's going to be Super Ninja Steel, which is probably going to be some more of the one they did for Ninja Steel, I guess. And right. then next yeah. year. Would... No, no, no. Because, because so there's there's now three in the pipe that haven't been adapted. There's mm. Zhu Ranger, which, or, or, oh, God, I don't remember how to say it. I'm sorry. It's the Zhuoger. Yeah, uh, which is the animal season. Then there's a space one whose name escapes me after that, and then this. So they'll probably adapt the space one because they'll skip the... I don't know. It's a good question. I don't know what yeah. they'll do now. Yeah. This this weird two-season schedule has like totally fucked with what they adapt, yeah. so I, I don't know. Um, I, 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 it looks neat. The only thing I want to point out really quickly is that the Yellow Ranger, the... the the lady ranger on the thief side has mm. has high heels on her uniform, which I don't like. Uh, that bums me out. I mean, out. How, how do you have a female thief in a like Phantom Thief thing without being all? Uh, yeah, that's, like that's how, what you, you know. Do, how do you sneak right? around I mean, without high heels? You, you like, could not do it. You could, yeah. but you, are you not going to do it? I mean, yes. If, you, if you're, that if, is, yeah. yes, I am not going to do that. <laughs> Great, I think Joel yeah. not going to do that. Great. <laughs> So yeah, that's a that I will say this is like I there's only been to my knowledge one other um Sentai or at least one other thing uh Sentai that was translated to uh a Power Rangers where there it starts with two teams. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. and that was uh uh Ninja Storm? <laughs> yeah. Ninja Storm. Yeah, because it's the one yes. that Hexagon yeah, yeah, yeah. was gonna be based on. Right. But that very quickly, like the two teams join. Yeah, they, they fight is... against each other for a little bit, and then they become. Yeah. But right. they're they're considered like through their callouts. They they have like different themes. It's kind of cool the way they do it in Ninja Storm. I, mean, I I assume that's what this one's also going to be eventually. Yeah, that, that's what I'm wondering. Is... Like I, I I am guessing the whole thing is that the cop rangers are you know champions of justice, and the thief rangers are all yeah, but there's a corruption, and they're like. You're right. We we believe and in justice. Realize, so we're going to oh, common yeah. enemy. We're all fighting the same guy. Let's Yeah. Exactly. I do I will say though there are two red rangers which I don't know. That's well, that, pretty they did, different. They did that in Ninja Storm I mean, there's too. three red rangers in Ninja Steel, so yeah. yeah. Oh, I guess that's right. And in Ninja Storm like the the two extra like enemy yeah, rangers Yeah, there's a crimson are, one and a blue one. They're both they're red and blue, but they're just yeah. like darker red and blue. Oh, I guess that's true. Okay. And there's uh in Time Force there's, you know, Eric is a Quantum Ranger, who's also red. And yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. It'd right. Be the neat color to of quantum. See... Yeah. Right. Well, right. it'd be neat if they do like Stop. a more extended, um, uh, like fight against the two, or not fight, but like rivalry. Mm-hmm. Um. So we'll see what happens. Um. That's a really cool idea, though. I. I. I like in terms of having the two teams. Sure. Cops, robbers. Eh. Well, that's you one know, of those things. It, I mean, Japan has a different like culture about that stuff. It's, right. it's not going to be like one of the cop rangers kills one of the the robber rangers <laughs> in the first episode, and then the rest of the season is about the trial, and then the cops Jesus get Christ. off at the end. That's not going to be what the season <laughs> is. Simon, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Are you sure it's not going to be? That? <laughs> I mean, I would I would love oh, to boy. see that happen, but would I would they be, be amazed. In their suits Just... the whole time. Yes. 
I'm just going to be okay. tugging at my collar for the rest of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we'll we'll put it into that. That's that's the end of this. It's it's neat. I'm I'm that it was just announced, so we'll we'll see what uh what happens with the rest of that. And I I, I just want to say as like you know the only girl on the podcast is that yeah. I, I kind of like that the Yellow Ranger has high heels. Sure, <laughs> you know it's it's it's. I will say the Pink that, Ranger like, doesn't right. She, she's yeah. like the no, more, like, she, because she's right. the Pink Ranger is on the cops. So like, yeah, no, it, I, I, kinda, would, I, I don't yeah. know. I just kind of like the idea yeah. of like her being like super femme yeah. and I don't know. Sure, but, yeah, yeah, no, I yeah, mean, yeah. No, I th- I think there's totally the the danger is only if then always the lady rangers have high heels but right Emily's like, making yeah. a point yeah one of them doesn't yeah. so yeah it's it's right. less right right yeah. so that's a good point um so okay Let, let's uh let's move on to the next segment which i don't have a name for oh, but... i have it but i have to see it real clean for the jingle so you uh, guys need okay, to give me some silence um, so basically let me let me le- give you a lead in here all right uh simon has finished all of power rangers i've seen it He's... all i've seen wow. everything He's done. <laughs> He's <laughs> Literally caught up to the current season. Yep. Um, and he's gonna talk about it, and I'm gonna be very quiet now and let him <laughs> say a thing. Okay, go ahead. The name of this segment is. Yeah. is in a challenge, Simon. Take this time and challenge, Simon. 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 Sorts. All right, oh, so Eric, take shit. that. I, I recommend taking like the, the 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 music from the Simon commercial thing we had a couple episodes <laughs> ago. Uh, but you do what you feel like. Uh, let me know if you need help. Because anyway, uh, yeah. So I'm go- what, what I'm gonna do here yeah. is uh, since I've seen everything and uh, I have like nothing left in my life now, uh, I'm gonna <laughs> like, do this thing where I rank the series and like of course the first thing I'm gonna do is rank them by overall quality. And I guess every week. Until I run out of ideas, I'm going to rank mm. some different aspect of each series. So this should be fun. So I'm going to start right away because I don't know how long this is going to take and how much I'm, I'm going to have to say by having the, our first ranking, which is all the series like ordered from the best yes. to the worst one. I'm excited to hear what you think. I, I'm, I'm going to go up from the worst one because that's that's how like countdowns are done usually on the yeah. internet. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, you count yes. down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Number 24, because there's 24 seasons is Operation Overdrive. <laughs> that fucking thing sucks. It's still the worst. It's still, the, still worst. the worst. It's so fucking awful. They have an Indiana Jones thing. They have to find some ancient artifacts to, I don't know, because the bad guys want it and destroy the Earth. And it, it has the worst acting, the worst Rangers. There's a twist about the Red Ranger. Boy, oh boy, I have seen some acting so far, Simon. Oh, no, it's it's way worse. It's Oper- mm. Operation Overdrive is the worst. Uh, the team theme song is also terrible there, so no, not, not even saved on that front.
no, it's awful. Uh, there's a cool twist regarding one of the uh, the the main ranger characters in the series that sort of like puts a different light on him being an awful actor in a weird way. But uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not gonna spoil but it's it. Still bad. If you guys want to watch it, uh, you shouldn't though. Uh, let me know if you want me to spoil what the twist is for you. Well, we kind of have to at some point. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, like that's I mean, this the, is it, the, it's like season seventeen or something. So we're gonna watch it eventually, I guess, someday in twenty five yeah. years. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm gonna move on. Number twenty three is Megaforce. Uh, one <laughs> a very recent season uh, that was supposed to be this big anniversary thing for the Power Rangers uh, franchise, and uh, so they. It's fucking. There's nothing in that series. In that season, it's it's just awful. There's, the, I mean, the the Rangers aren't the worst. To be fair, uh, Gia, the Yellow Ranger, is pretty cool. There's the thing with Jake that is like a little bit like he's he's this nice guy that keeps pursuing her, and she's super in charge of things and doesn't want anything to do with him. They eventually end up hooking up, but whatever. Uh, they, they there's an Ernie in there, but he's bad he's like he has a frozen yogurt thing in the mall and he doesn't look anything like you actually mean his character's name is ernie yeah he's ernie because they wanted to have an ernie for the anniversary but it's not the same as the one yeah uh they they have the thing where they they tease that they're gonna call on all the past rangers to fight this new evil i don't even remember what the bad guys are in this because they're so forgettable uh, and yeah, it's just bad. The acting is bad. The plots are bad. They don't do anything with it. It's just monster of the week. Nothing happens. It's bad. Uh, on that note, uh, number 22 is Super Mega Force. So same thing. Actually, it's the <laughs> one of the super seasons is the one that's the most different from the previous one because they actually went to a different Sentai with it. Uh, yeah. They, yeah, yeah. They adapted one that was pirate themed. So their outfits at least look cool in it, which is what like edges it over the first one. And, uh, they have this thing in that one where they can change into any previous rangers. So there's like this fan service and the finale of it has them call on literally every previous Power Ranger to all fight together against the bad guys. But it falls so flat at the end because only a handful of them show up out of costume and they just like have this little cameo and it's they fight the bad guys. So but that, that the, the, the last episode of it is probably the best one of that season, but it's it's a bad season. Don't watch it. Uh, number 21. We've already talked about that a whole bunch, and Luke still disagrees with us, but Turbo is fucking <laughs> garbage. <laughs> I, I, I will say I'm really curious to see how I feel about Turbo when we get back to it at all this I, point. All I'm saying, I have never said that Turbo is good TV. <laughs> yeah. All I've said is you guys are absurd if you think it gets much worse than what we're already watching. It gets about 15 slots on the list worse than what we're currently watching. So. I th- okay, <laughs> then I am horrified about the future of this podcast if this is like uh, the, if this is a halfway level of quality. Um, I mean, we'll see. We'll see what level of quality this is. We haven't found out where these seasons rank in the list yet. Yeah. Well, he just I, said he, he put Mighty Morphin about 15 slots above Turbo. Yeah, but uh, to, uh, to to be clear, I split Mighty Morphin in three slots on the list because it's three different seasons. Anyway, sure. Um, yeah, Turbo. Uh, like Turbo. Divatox is annoying. Her henchman, the, I don't remember his name. He he's super annoying too. He's her nephew. El Eltor. Uh, yeah, Elcor, I think. That guy sucks. I do remember that. Yeah, okay. and they replaced Rocky, which 
I know it's Rocky, but they replace him with an annoying kid, and Justin is the worst, and he's like the Wesley Crusher of Power Rangers. But like, if oh you... God, yeah, and like if you, it's it's not even Wesley Crusher quality. It's relative to Power Rangers what Wesley Crusher is re- relative to Star Trek TNG. So Oof. take of that what you will. Justin is awful. Uh, the Rangers are not great. Uh, at least like they they all change the lineup halfway through it, and that kind of makes it a little better, even though. I don't like the new Rangers. They're kind of hit and miss. I don't remember half of them, but TJ and Cassie are okay. Um, they they stuck around through in space, right? Yeah, and they're they're they get better in in space, which is why I still like because Turbo is split between like the old Rangers, which are good in the older seasons, and the new Rangers, which are better in in space. So it's like the worst of them both meeting in the middle to pass the torch. <laughs> That's really interesting. <laughs> Yep. Um, all right. Number twenty is Samurai. Uh, it's fucking bad. It's bad and racist. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I don't want to say that the four things I mentioned before this are worse than racism because right. it's not just that it's racist. Samurai. It's uh, it has bad acting. The Red Ranger is one of the most annoying punchable faces. He looks like Owen Wilson <laughs> had really a kid is. with Smarm. <laughs> the concept of Smarm is like the mother of this kid. Uh, anyway, and they're all samurai, and they're all white. I think no, wait, there's no, one Asian are. girl, there's, I think. And no, no, okay, there's there's two white rangers. There's the yellow right. ranger and the red ranger, but the green ranger um, is like I think I think they're Latino. I don't yeah. know for sure. So that um, they're they're the usual they're the usual like multi ethnic team of Power yeah. Rangers, but they've all been raised in this samurai dojo, and their master is some. Uh, I think he's. Uh, what do you call them? Like uh, ah, people who are native He's to Maori, the I think, Maori, yeah, the Pacific yeah. Islanders. Anyway, uh, no, I mean the, their their mentor is okay, but his name is literally Sensei, and from what I remember, anyway, uh, there's a cool kind of relationship between the Red and the Sixth Ranger, who is, I believe, white or gold in this one. I forget. Gold. Um, He's gold, yeah. Yeah, and it's like their parents were samurai, and it's it's all they 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 pretty much directly adapted uh, Sentai, where that was the the plot, like their parents were samurai, and now they have to be samurai and defeat the bad guys, but without They're mentioning or even yeah. touching on the fact that samurai are Japanese people, and these are not yeah. Japanese people, and it's yeah. weird. Yeah, like the main guy is he's like he's he's part of House Shiba and right. they're like he lives in a Japanese dojo and they pretend that he's Japanese basically. Like, right. like they don't say and, he is, but yeah. they just act and his as name is Jaden, so yeah. Jaden, yeah, yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> um yeah. So if we got number nineteen Super Samurai, it's just more of it, but the plots are slightly not as bad, but like same thing. This is just one season spent over two years. Uh, number eighteen is Wild Force. We're we're still in the bad part of this list, by the way. Uh, Wild Force is it, it was the last of the original Saban era seasons. Um, so Wild Force has the team living on a floating island with like some Mother Nature type mentor lady, and they fight uh, evil pollution bad guys. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's it's as bad as it sounds. They have like animal powers, and there's a magic song that saves the world. And the sixth ranger plays a flute while the mentor lady sings. Each day when the sun rises, I hurry from my sleep. I can't wait to greet you with my song. and mercy. 
and it's an awful music video thing that you should probably look up if you haven't because it's kind of <laughs> I amazing can't to see. They weren't just element themed. Earth, no, wind, they were fire, like animal themed. Uh, like the the guy is a lion. Water and heart. Yeah, and if like Whoopi Goldberg played as the mentor character, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> I like Wild Force more and than like, you. What if but it, like, like the Sixth Ranger, like instead of being a different person, they could like all work together to like summon the Sixth Ranger. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. There we go. Now we're thinking <laughs> oh, some God. sort of planetary ranger. Yeah. Uh, the Sixth Ranger is a, is like a bad guy, wolf bad guy, and then they like kind of free him, and he becomes a human again, and he's in love with the mentor lady. Uh, so yeah, but that season has Forever Red, which is like one of the best episodes in the whole franchise. So that kind of like elevates it, but it's the rest of it is not great. And uh, rated on a curve for one episode featuring other people from better shows. <laughs> right, exactly. And even in that episode, they have called the 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 Red Ranger of Wild Force like destroy Serpentera with a bike and a sword and yeah, um, it's, it's kind of awesome but also this is the guy who would later murder his roommate so yeah yeah, All right. yeah that's that guy also yep. so that's collar tugging continues yep. yeah <laughs> oh going up to number 17 we have one which i don't really need to explain because it's mighty morphin season two uh we just watched all of this i i think i agree that season two was significantly worse it's than the one. worst of the three mighty morphin seasons definitely yeah no it's it definitely was well ah gosh i don't know they both are bad in different ways i mean see, season two has zed which is a huge plus it gets way better when rita comes back and they get married married yes but yeah, I agree. like the whole it's it's the the early parts of this season where they just reused youtube footage right. is so long and it the fights there's in so there, much I, nothing yeah, yeah they're so bad so, much so it's happening. tricky because on one hand the uh yeah all the reused footage sucks yeah so it's like uh, season two all the action parts are bad but season one all of the out of suit stuff is abysmal yeah <laughs> yeah you're right yeah so i yeah i don't know i don't know which i don't know which poison i want to drink <laughs> i feel like i feel like one is like is like abysmal in like a, a really funny way and then like two is just boring i i tend to agree i think the bad parts of one are funnier than the bad parts of two I enjoyed watching season one a lot more than season two, which I think is You're the right. Yeah, difference. yeah. Okay, I can I can go I, with that. I agree with you, which is why season two is right here. Uh, number sixteen <laughs> is Ninja Steel. Unfortunately, the most recent season, um, it's kind of a nothing season. It has once again the problem of the intro mentions over and over again that the bad guys attacked and the greatest ninja in the world fought them off, and it's a white guy. Um, <laughs> and then his is, two is sons. He, is he not a white guy from space? No, he's just a white guy because no. like the, there's a meteor that fall, fell to Earth that contained all the ninja steel, and he oh, used okay, it to forge gotcha. ninja weapons, and he became the greatest ninja. And the bad guys wanted the ninja steel. He, he, and he also looks like an Arnold Schwarzenegger type dude. Oh yeah, that's like kind of funny that he's like supposed to be the best ninja, yeah. you know, the live. <laughs> is it supposed to be Jean Claude Van Damme? <laughs> he, he, he's a, a guy. Like he looks him. like. He, he has, like, a dot in his chin, and he's really square-jawed and blonde, and his two and sons <laughs> are look Middle Eastern, which, like, no judgment. We don't know their moms. They could be adopted, whatever. But it's it's kind of weird that they went with a white guy to be the greatest ninja in the world. Anyway, so, yeah, he has, uh, like, his son gets kidnapped by the bad guys and grows up on a spaceship, on their spaceship. Uh, That's what I was thinking. The yeah. other son goes missing, and then it cuts to like years later, and like the the first son escapes. It's kind of like inspired by Guardians of the Galaxy, weirdly enough, because he has like a similar arc that uh, Star Lord has, but he gets back to Earth, becomes a Power Ranger, finds other team, uh, other 
friends to become Power Rangers. Uh, the Rangers in there are not that bad. It's just that the plots are super forgettable. Uh, and sure. the bad guys actually have a cool theme in this one in that they're uh, an, an evil space-based reality show. Uh, so they, they had like the stage where they, they, they send the monsters and you have all this live audience that is watching the monster the mo- attack the do Earth. Do the like, monsters get like talking head segments? Uh, no, they don't, unfortunately. Oh, man. Well, they oh, that would have sta- been so good. They, 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 they go up on the stage, they get like wrestling intros and then like they are sent down. It's it's kind of cool and like you you get like the, the the host is on the stage and like asking the crowd like do you want me to make it giant and they go they, they all cheer and he that's okay. awesome yeah, yeah it's just that, that button and the monster goes giant so it's Power Rangers by way of Mojo yeah so that that part is cool unfortunately everything that happens on Earth is really basic uh, the mentor is actually a kind of goofy mechanics guy and he's okay. Uh, it's just seemed alright. Yeah. yeah, it's it's not terrible. Oh, also, I have to mention that there's Victor and Monty, who are the Balkan Skull equivalents in this. They're fucking awful. They're the worst <laughs> thing of, of about this season by far. I kind of loved them. They they have all this cartoon bullshit happening to them, and they all always end up in like Team Rockets blasting off again style things that is super like. They add a lot of cartoon effects to what they they do, including like inflating and then farting out and like popping like a balloon and stuff like that that happens to them oh, like God. every episode it's the weirdest thing and they're not likable at all anyway emily likes them yeah so I they're likable a little apparently <laughs> i mean like they're, they're so over the top and ridiculous it's, it's, and also like monty is like a, a nerd stereotype from an 80s college comedy and victor is a jock stereotype and it's like it's it's 2017. There are more cartoon characters than Balkan Skull. Yeah, they they're, they're, they seem less like human beings than Balkan than Balkan Skull. Yeah. Just saying a lot. Yeah, I, I like them in how bad they are. Yeah. <laughs> Number fifteen is Mighty Morphin season one. So slightly better than season two. Uh, I like mostly like I what I like about it is the camp and nostalgia, and it's fun to make fun of it. Mostly, sure. I enjoy it. It's 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 not a quality show. I think <laughs> no, it's not genuinely a quality show. But half of the ep- seasons are slightly better than Mighty Morphin season one. Yeah, Good we're, we're up to Continue. fifteen out of twenty-four, and we're up. Like I I put out in like a Google Doc list where I sorted it out and like I colored it, and I'm still in the red, which is like what I consider to be bad seasons. So Mighty Morphin season one still kind of bad, but eh, it's it's getting close to being bad in a good way. Actually, it is okay. bad in a good way. I would say. Yeah. All right. So right above that is SPD, which is another one I know Zach likes way more than I do. Uh, I do like it. Yeah. yeah. SPD is has the problem of having almost no likable characters. Um, the the only character I remember liking from SPD is Cat, who is the like mission control alpha type, and she's very competent. She's a scientist, and she but gets she's to be a range. Range. the other cat that we're gonna have in the show. This is an actual alien this, this, cat. This, lady. this is an actual cat person because like the the leaders of SPD are Doggy Kruger, who is in like a rubber dog. Oh yeah, no, character. we all know Doggy and, Kruger and Cat, <laughs> who is a like cat girl. So yeah, she has the ears and the fangs and everything. Uh, so yeah, but I mean, the problem is that like the the Rangers are almost all jerks and the ones who aren't jerks are idiots so there's you got <laughs> jack who's terrible and incompetent and why is he the red ranger he hates everyone and he keeps he is the red ranger because the other the blue ranger wants to be and he can't for yeah. his arc to work yeah because the blue ranger reason. is a huge jerk he, his name is sky and he's like 
pompous, like, my dad was a Red Ranger, so I should be the Red Ranger. And, you know, he hates everything. And he's also a jerk. Uh, and then you got Bridge, who's the Green Ranger, and he's the comic relief, and he's just terrible. And I don't remember <laughs> who the girls even are in this season. One of them was Jack's <laughs> friend from when they were outlaws, and the other one, uh, she works at SPD. I don't remember. Um, so, yeah. So, the SPD is the last one I put in red on this list. Like, everything above that is shows I genuinely enjoyed for good reasons. So, moving up to number 13 is Lightspeed Rescue. Um, it's not a bad show. Lightspeed Rescue is is solid, yeah. It's, it's, it's one of the early seasons that I would consider to be competent at doing exactly what it's trying to do. And it's not, like, super, super great, but it's doing everything well. So, you got this underwater base of rescue people. Uh, it's one of the one of the few seasons where the Power Rangers have no secret identities and they're known to the public and they're just this like government mandated rescue ops team and they rescue people from like dangerous it's it's kind of like Paw Patrol I guess except they're not dogs and <laughs> it is I like this. it's kind of like Paw Patrol I, uh, yeah. I was going to say rescue heroes but yeah it's ba- it's basically yeah. that Paw Patrol <laughs> is Lightspeed Rescue but with dogs and anyway um <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, the mentor is the dad of the Pink Ranger and also of the Sixth Ranger, who was evil for a while. He comes back, and the the Sixth Ranger in that one was actually created completely for the Power Rangers version. So it's yeah, all original cool. plots and footage with him. It's pretty cool. I like it, and also like the head cannon that their underwater base uh, was all built after they found the underwater Dragon Zord and reverse engineered the Zord tech from him because it's the first time we see civilians actually building Zord tech. In that yeah, like that a lot. Yeah. That's cool. Yep. Uh, right above that is the one that came right before it, chronologically, is Last Galaxy. Uh, it's a cool season, mostly. It takes place in space on a traveling space station that is heading to a lost galaxy and is being attacked by evil bug bad guys that remind me a lot of the Zerg in StarCraft, uh, especially yeah. since their leader is a sexy bug lady who looks a lot like Kerrigan from StarCraft. Um, yeah. So, yeah, Last Galaxy, it's cool. Uh, it has nice plots. It has nice ridiculousness. The Magna Defender is one of my favorite Sixth Rangers ever because he's just a knight dude that doesn't give a fuck. And Oh, Simon, haven't you heard that doesn't count as a Sixth Ranger? Oh, I don't care because <laughs> yeah, then... Yeah, he's a, he's a Ranger-like ally or whatever the fuck yeah. Ranger Wiki Yeah, and, oh, and he has a kid who looks exactly like him but is tiny. Yes, I forgot! Like, in a Dark Knight armor That's and a red cape. That's just what species looks like. Yep. Yeah, like... <laughs> and then, like, Mike becomes the, the Magna Defender when the original one dies. And it's pretty cool. Uh, it, it's that's also a, super That's actually sil- true of this podcast as well. We originally, mm-hmm. like, yeah. the pilot was originally with the Magna Defender, but he died in recording. Yeah, so now we have Mike instead. Yep. Um, Got it. it also has, like, ridiculous plots about finding ancient artifacts. And it's all still on their, like, traveling space colony. So how is there a thousand-year-old artifact buried on a space colony that was just launched? I don't know. <laughs> it's because they just dug up a big section yeah, of the yeah, ground. Yeah, they just, like, yeah. took a chunk out of the Earth and flew into space with it, which is awesome, I guess. But there you but go. Also, we'll have to talk about it when we get there, but, like, that's the seventh season, and... The human race is is building oh, yeah. space colonies, and yep. then they never fucking mention that yeah, stuff it, again. Yeah, it's the really. first post Zordon season, and like the season before that, you see that Zordon had commissioned the NASA or whatever they call it to build them like spaceships, 
And I guess they took <laughs> all of Zordon's yeah, Zordon tech. called NASA. I forgot. They're, they're called something <laughs> else. I forget what it is, but it's basically NASA. Uh, yeah, so I guess they took all that Zordon tech and used it to build a space colony. And Balkan's called go on it and go to another galaxy. And then they're back on Earth by a later season. It's weird. Anyway. That's fucking weird. Anyway, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, going up, number 11 is Mystic Force uh, season, which I seem to like more than most people do. Uh, I like that it has a nice fantasy plot with like hero's journey type things the red ranger lost his parents and it's kind of harry potter-esque but it's 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 done in a nice way where like the reveals of who his parents are is is obvious it's not very surprising but it's done well and he he it, it actually has good character arcs i liked it uh the char- the suit designs and the the monster designs in that one are fucking awesome i really like their k their suits and that yeah. the little high, half uh, capes they're yeah. neat and there's yeah. good you know they live in a tree in the forest they have good comic relief they work in a like music store and it's weird but it's also fun i i just really enjoyed it the halloween episode of that is infamously like the one of the weirdest yeah, things they've ever done. <laughs> it's really fucking. So bizarre. anyway, yeah, Mystic Force. I recommend it. The song is awful, but the the show is really good. Uh, right above that is Ninja Storm, which is another one that's contentious. I realize, but uh, it was the first Disney season. Um, it's so you have these once again like this Ninja Clan and it's the ancient Ninja Clan, and they're they've all been annihilated and the bad guys you know they killed the 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 sense no they didn't kill him sorry they turned him into a hamster or uh, a bad cgi pig, pig. Yeah. yeah and the he's voiced by the same guy who plays the main villain who is a guy in like a luchador mask and uh it's 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 really goofy it's it's one of the seasons that really doesn't take itself seriously um it has as we've mentioned the two uh, Power Ranger teams that start off being against each other but turn out to actually be all on the same side at the end. Um, I liked all of the characters on that. Like the Red Ranger is Shane is cool. Uh, Cam, who's the son of uh, the Sensei, uh, turns out to be the Green Ranger. He, uh, and the two. I like how his design kind of like is a little bit like the MMPR Green Ranger too. Yeah, yeah, uh, it, yeah. It was neat. one of the last seasons that kept all the rangers having like a special hobby that they keep going back to and they're all into different extreme sports so the two the the the, the two rangers from the other team like ride dirt bikes and the red rangers a skater and everything it's 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 kind of like just a cool season that doesn't have much depth to it but it's just really fun to watch um so number 9 mighty morphin season 3/alien slash rangers which is Woo! the one we're up to we're covering now so getting real close to peaking then Yep. Yeah. I mean, there's <laughs> eight much. seasons that are better than that, so you should take heart. <laughs> um, uh, it was when the, sh- I, in my opinion, it's, it was when the show first got good chronologically. We'll talk. Speaking. We'll talk about it today. I think a little bit more, but like yeah. the Moon Crew stuff is is oh, yeah. just so good in this. Uh, yeah, way better in um, that one. Okay. Yeah. Luke, Luke, Rito, we'll talk Rito about is it. great. Stop it. Rito is super <sighs> good. I like Rito. Mike loves Rito. I mean, Luke's perfectly allowed not to like it, but I think if Luke doesn't like this, he just doesn't like Power Rangers at this point. Well, I think that might be accurate. Yeah, that's... We'll talk about it. Right about Uh, that. Uh, I'm going to try to speed up because I think we're taking a lot of time. Uh, Jungle Fury, uh, really cool. Uh, They're Ninja Pizza guys, 
but not turtles. And their sensei is <laughs> well. What's uh, the point even then? Or Simon. cats? Because yeah. the point of not turtles. samurai pizza cats. Yeah, and R- I mean R- RJ is the best mentor in the series. Barnan, uh, he's the he's also the purple ranger. I think he's the first purple ranger in first the first purple ranger. Clearly on weed all the time. He's clearly <laughs> fucking high the entire time. He's the <laughs> surfer bro dude. You know that you worked with if you've ever worked at the pizzeria, which is what they do. He's also the manager of the pizza place, and he's a werewolf also. So he's the <laughs> yeah, best. RJ sick. is maybe my favorite character in the entire series, which is um, maybe half the reason why this is so high on the list. I like Jungle Fury. It's the most underrated season by far. Uh, right above that, actually, I put the Dino Thunder is the next one. And I would say, depending on how I feel, I could like swap these two because they're, all, they're both really good seasons. Uh, Dino Thunder is, well, Tommy comes back as a mentor. Uh, he's also right. the Black Ranger in this. Uh, these three kids are, we're back to high school, which is like after a, f- a few seasons where the, the, that had no high school plots, uh, they bring it back to that in a real cool way. And like the high school principal is also the bad guy in this. And the dad of the sixth ranger is the main villain. And he's, he's both human and a dinosaur. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it has, it has, and they also like hang out in a cyber cafe, which is a nice way to date this oh, season. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Cause it's right in the middle of like between old school Power Rangers and modern stuff. So, cyber yeah. cafe is a thing that were around for like three or four years. Like, yep. yeah. <laughs> and this season came out during that, I think 2007 or something. Um, and there's an episode where they watch an episode of the Sentai and comment on it, which is pretty cool. Um, so, number six, Dino Supercharge. Uh, I could tell you right now that number five is Dino Charge. So, uh, the next, the second most recent seasons, which, once again, they brought back the dinosaur theme. Uh, I really like it. The, the The characters are super cool. I would place the original Dino Charge right above Supercharge because uh, in the first season, they have the plot where the Red Ranger is looking for his dad and they play it off super funny because he keeps expecting his dad to show up as a plot twist in like every other episode. And he expects... Like every time they see a character they don't recognize, he goes, Dad? Are you my dad? (laughs) And it's not. And actually the resolution to that plot is super mundane, but... Like they have the 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 henchman, uh, the main henchman of the bad guys. They fight him repeatedly, and he's convinced that that guy must seriously be his dad because <laughs> why else would he be so important a character? But he's not. Uh, his dad turns out uh, he is still a teenager because of magic, and he's been just hiding out this whole time. And is a power what? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His dad is his age. It's weird. Yep. That's fucked up. It's like that's like Fire Emblem Awakening. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's basically that. Uh, but it's cool. Uh, there's a good chemistry, and Coda is a caveman who was frozen and now gets to be a Power Ranger, and he's super charming, super happy about everything, super enthusiastic. Is he played he by loves Paul Hartman? to eat hamburgers. Uh, he no. unfrozen like, caveman Power Ranger. Classic yeah, no. SNL sketch. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, isn't Coda's brother the ninja, uh, the Ninja Steel Blue Ranger too? Yeah, yeah like he that, is. Not he's like, Preston. Like in he's the actor, a... it's not not in the not in canon, but nope. yeah. Yes. Yep. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Uh, number five, number four. Sorry, is Time Force. Uh, I know Lucas has, has a lot to say about Time Force. It's really yeah. good. Uh, it has 
nice plots about most of the rangers come from the future, but the Red Ranger is in the present. And then, like, the Red Ranger is also the son of a military contractor who notices the Power Rangers and decides to take their technology and make, like, a paramilitary unit led by his own Power Ranger. I forgot about that. <laughs> all, all to fight evil mutants from the future. And there's a weird kind of, like... They, they kind of dip their toes into exploring social issues where the mutants are kind of de- uh, depicted sympathetically because they're kind of hunted down as, you know, uh, criminals that are being racially profiled in the future and had to escape to the past. And the, the Power Rangers still, you know, t- t- kill them, by which I mean make them tiny and put them in capsules to put them in prison. But um, <laughs> and it is pretty cool. And the it's, I think... One of the, well, except for Zed and Rita, it's the only bad guy who ends up like reforming at the end and becoming a good guy. So it has, it actually has a happy ending for everyone. I really like it. Also, in space, kind of has a major that being a major plot. Oh yeah, that oh, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that happens to Divatox also at the end of In Space and Astronomer. So forget what I said. It's not the only time this happens, but <laughs> it's it's pretty cool. And the, the the characters, good guys and bad guys, all have good acting, good plots, good writing. It's good. Best Pink Ranger. So we're up to the top three now, and honestly, I could like put these top three in any order, and it. I had to like I kept changing the order of these three, but anyway. So what I decided on at the end is that number three is Zio. Um, it's really good. It's next season up from the one we just started. Uh, it's they. It's it's the Power It's the Mighty Morphin type plots, but. They started taking it seriously and trying to have arcs, and it's just done really super well. And they just have, like, the Zed and Rita are in the background of this whole season because they've been ousted by the new bad guys, and they they that's the season where they're on a space Winnebago, and they end up, <laughs> like, they they end up blowing up the new bad guys at the end of the season and driving off. And Zed is like, "We're back, baby!" And then they do nothing with that, with which is a shame. But when it happens, it's fucking awesome. Uh, they fight <laughs> robots who are pretty cool. They have new cool suits that I like, new cool zords, and they're in the basement of the command center. Uh, it's it's just so, a they're, good so they're stronger than before. Yep. Go <laughs> Zio. Yep. Uh, <laughs> number two is in space. So yeah, it's basically, like imagine Turbo never happened. In space is what Zio should have been followed up by because it's really good. Uh, it's. Yeah, they're in space, but it's based on a Sentai that's not in space, so they spend most of their time fighting on Earth. Uh, all the bad guys from past seasons, which were under the command of their big bad guy boss, who is, what's his name? Uh, the Dark... Dark Spectre? Dark Spectre, yeah. Uh, so they're all like, we gotta get those fucking Power Rangers. They've been like making fools of us for five years now. And so they send Astronema, and there's a whole plot about her relationship with the Red Ranger, whose name is Andros, who's an alien, but he's a human. Space Legolas. And yeah, and they're related, as you can imagine. Um, and yeah, it's it's a it's a really good capper to the whole Zordon era because it ends, you know, Zordon dies at the end of it. Spoiler. Um, what? Yeah. We've, <laughs> I mean, we've mentioned that repeatedly offhand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's just like, you can tell that they tried to take everything they've done they'd done up to that point and like put it together in a way that made sense kind of like they were the Marvel Cinematic Universe and this is the Avengers one season I guess because everything comes together like the Rangers reveal themselves at the end Bulk and Skull get to save the world it's awesome In Space is really good and number one is RPM 
which Yay. <laughs> which is the, which, which was the last Disney season. Uh, they I think this is the season that Disney had given up on, and they just let the creative team team do whatever they wanted because they didn't care anymore, and that made let them do something really really fun, which is take place in an alternate post apocalyptic. Reality where all of humanity is under a dome that is being assaulted by evil robots. Uh, The setup's dark, but the actual show isn't that. Yeah, Yeah, it gets dark sometimes. It's a post-apocalypse where all humans are dead except one city, and the first episode still involves uh, a fight over a Jello. Yeah, there's a prison fight over over Jello, and one of the. One of the rangers is a cyborg. One of them is a criminal. Uh, there's a mob boss in that series called Fresno Bob, which is the best. And the actor who plays him <laughs> then goes on to play Santa in all future seasons. Um, <laughs> there's, and, and you know, there's you get Doctor K, who's the mentor of the team, and you get like her backstory in flashbacks. She's the best. It, she has a super tragic backstory that explains why she's so cold and like mean to the Power Rangers all the time, and she kind of warms up to them. And you got Ziggy, who's the comic relief, but he's like done in a really good way, where he's kind of like the Power Rangers fanboy-ish type, and he keeps uh, making jokes. Sorry, yeah, um, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Hi, my kid is here. Um, <laughs> so yeah rpm really good number one best season uh i'm gonna okay. stop talking and drink some water now i'll oh, say one bad shit. thing about rpm is the the song sucks oh the song is really terrible power rangers <laughs> rpm get in gear it's really bad well uh jesus christ thank you simon i goddamn. <laughs> okay so uh good job simon simon's missed a lot of episodes he had to make up for it yeah. yeah, just talk yeah. for 30 minutes straight, basically by himself. <laughs> this podcast is going to be me talking. I, mm-hmm. I was going to say, thirsty. I all was right. going to say, is everybody still awake? We all nope. still good? <laughs> I, uh, I ranked up mm-hmm. in the uh, Festival Plaza like rental Pokemon thing. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Congratulations. Hey, listen, Joe. I really wanted to know, and I'm really, I'm curious to see how everybody, how we all kind of match up with that as after we go along. After 30 years. And I'm, right. I'm yes, this. after 30 years. And also, <laughs> I, I, I'm excited. I think this as a Google Doc, which you can visit at docs.google.com slash spreadsheet slash d slash 1w1hgodm6q. Okay, no, yeah, there's, there's more to it. I'm not going to say it anyway. If you, if you want to get, I, I guess I'll post the link. Uh, you, we should probably put the link to that doc in the episode description. That would yeah, okay. definitely. Yeah, I can do that. Yep, yep. I can do that. All right, now let's mm-hmm. talk about Power Rangers. <laughs> you know the thing we haven't been doing yet. Let's talk about the episode. Uh, this let's talk about is part two of a four-parter where nothing happens. Oh crap! Big surprise. We're supposed to do part two, guys. I watched the wrong one. Can we like pause for an hour or so so I can catch up? Are you serious? <laughs> no. No, Are you I'm fucking not serious. serious? I, so I'm no, just reading the list serious. again, and while well, he watches the episode. <laughs> uh, so this is se- season three, episode five, Ninja Quest Part Two, and also we're getting to the point where, like, when you look at the title name in the Netflix, it's like so many colons, and it's <laughs> ridiculous. Like this is just, but that's fine. Uh, this is part two of a four-parter. I. You're right that nothing happens, but I feel like more happens than most part twos. I don't know. Let's we'll, we'll talk is, about it when yeah. we get there. Oh uh, yeah, I mean like they they kind of like start the quest in this. Right. Well, the, the the titular ninja quest. So Yeah. 
completely destroyed. This is my dog, Buster. We gotta get back to the command center. Maybe Alpha can figure out a way to fix him. If only it were that simple. Oh, man. Looks like we lost more than our Zors. We've lost our powers. Completely. We opened with a shot of the Rangers green screened in front of their dead murdered murdered Zords. I don't think they're green. Oh, there are late. Yeah, they are in the second yeah, shot. Yeah, when they when they sh- show the wreckage in the background, they're green screened, and it looks okay. This for is a, a TV much show better and... green screening than all the stuff they did last episode, which is not yeah. a high bar to clear. <laughs> um, and they're all like, "Oh man, we lost our powers too." Which again, I still okay. Fine, whatever. Right. I don't know why that works that way. <laughs> I have two complaints. One is that's bullshit compared to things we've seen before. But the bigger complaint is Zordon and Alpha specifically warned them, hey, if you keep pushing forward like you're going to, you will lose your powers. And like, ah, we'll be fine. Like, yeah. this yeah, was Tommy entirely I- preventable. I will also say this is some good old-fashioned pouty Tommy because yep. he's like, Oh, we lost our powers completely. She, she looks about as sad as he did when he thought Zordon was dead in the movie, so that should tell you a lot. <laughs> Jason David Frank, not great at showing like <laughs> sadness, really. Yeah, looks, he looks about as sad as he did when Zordon died in the movie. That's true. It's almost like <laughs> well, it's the same scene. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Luke, I will give you a spotlight to tie these two together. Zords are dead. Finish. Zordon's dead. They're they're cu- they have the same words. <laughs> uh, so we they've lost their powers. They they're like, okay, well, we're gonna walk back to the command center. There is which, a like, horrific shot of a decapitated Megazord that will haunt me yeah, for the rest of my true. days. <laughs> yep. It's pretty funny. with all up. the wires hanging yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, but I love that. Like. It's something that happens every time their powers go down. I love how, like, bummed they always are when it's like, fuck, we gotta walk back to the <laughs> desert. God Tommy damn it. in particular should be upset because part of the White Ranger powers he was infused with was making him cool. So now he's not gonna be right. cool anymore. <laughs> also, in the yeah. pick point of order, uh, the, the Thunder Megasword's head is the head of the Red Dragon Sword with a helmet on top of it, and it all, right. like, it was sliced off as a single chunk. It's like with Django Fett's head in Episode 2, it, it should be two pieces there, but there you go. I forgot yeah, like, about like Django Fett's head in Episode 2. Yeah. Just like that. That There's iconic a... movie moment. When, <laughs> okay, when name Django one other scene where someone in a helmet gets decapitated and the head <laughs> Okay. Yeah. It doesn't fall out or anything. Boba Fett is maybe the best example of the more you explain or the more you show of a really cool character, the lamer it becomes. Also, yep. Boba Fett was never cool is the other problem. I mean, so, Boba Fett like, in episode two as just this kind of background, like, bounty hunter yeah. dude was kind of cool. He's fine. You mean in episode four? Five. Episode five. Yeah. In episode two, he was a kid yeah, and Empire. Jango Fett was there. Yeah. Yeah. You said episode two because you you were you were thinking of the second movie, right? Yeah, episode two of the good trilogy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we cut up to the moon. Ah, my comrades, we have executed the ultimate plan by destroying their swords. We have once and for all taken the power out of the Power Rangers. <laughs> Rito, my brother, I'm so proud of you. Yeah, I'm proud of me too. No, with four monsters helping me, I could defeat them too. Sure you could. Silence! 
Zed calls everybody his comrades, which okay, like <laughs> right. interesting I choice mean, words. Yeah, the, the, I mean he is a little bit Stalin esque, I guess. The moon definitely does not run on socialism. We have seen that. We also see um the back of Zed's chair. So hey, okay, I we'll 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 continue in just a second. But I have a Zed theory that I want to run by y'all. Welcome um, to my game channel, Zed theories. Is that theory? I was watching, um, or I was listening to the episode I missed where where it was disclosed that Zed loves space wrestling. Um, Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, Zed canonically likes space wrestling. I can't oh. remember what he called it, but like he was watching a uh, oh Galaxy was, Warriors from Ninja Steel, <laughs> the thing I was just talking about. No, he was watching uh, like. Bulk and Skull, like, be idiots, and he was like, this is better than sp- than whatever space wrestling thing they made. And I was like, oh, my God, that's amazing. So, anyway, I, I was thinking about the fact that, like, so in this series, in this, like, series of episodes, we, uh, we realized that, like, Zed hates Rito because he fucking can't remember his name and he, like, disregards him. Uh, and also, Rito's really a fucking idiot. About, like, that's a pretty well, good reason to hate stupid, him. stupid, but yeah, like, but mainly, like, he can't remember his fucking name, and he just talks to Rita and kind of ignores him. We just had the uh, the crossover where he was mad about Count Dragon explicitly because Count Dragon is more evil than he is, and that mm-hmm. made him upset. Um, and the fact that, like, he, he just has his big Z on his staff and on his chair. And, like, I assume when he has his special alone time, he just goes in his fucking chamber and sits in his big stone throne with his name on the back and watches space wrestling. <laughs> and I just, like, I think Zed might actually have really bad, like, uh, <laughs> self-esteem issues. Well, probably. He's basically stuck in a sitcom now where, like, his brother-in-law just moved in and he hates him and is, you know. Well, but, but like, because he, he basically, like, when he gets upset is when people don't give him his proper due. Like, he's right. upset that he won't call him Zed. He's got his fucking name on everything. Call me Zed, <laughs> goddammit. Yeah, it. he's coming off as very insecure. Yeah, and also, like, he's most he's not upset because Lord Dragon's going to take over Earth. He's upset because he's more evil than he is. Right. And he's like, damn it. <laughs> it's like, being the evilest guy in the universe was my whole thing, and you took my thing. Yeah. And I kind of oh, and also like he he ends up hating Rita's dad because he's yep. more successful at being evil. I mean, yeah, and I just M- Master Violet is the one that ends up having the big win at the end of this season, so right. Zed gets nothing. Master Violet is this season, right? It's not next season. Yes, yeah, okay. this this season. I'm I'm really looking forward to the scene where Lord Zed explains to Master Vile how he once had to milk a cat to feed its kittens. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, damn it! <laughs> no. <laughs> I love but, how I, I I don't some percentage of people listening to this know exactly what that joke's referring and some people are like what <laughs> it was talking about it, right? and I'm not gonna say well, we shouldn't say it no I, mean, I just said it what are we need to remember damn it Simon what did I hear edit that out come on <laughs> so so I love yeah like I I never really thought about it before important but- important follow up question though does Master Vile have nipples. Can Zed milk him? <laughs> I, I think he's wearing a cloak the entire time we see him, so we can't yeah. confirm. He could be all but nipple I, down there. Oh Jesus! Just one so big nipple. Yeah, I love. But I love that that Zed is like. 
I just, I don't know. This makes me very happy. I love the idea that he's doing all this because, God damn it, just respect me. It's all I want. <laughs> so, oh, anyway. Respect just a little bit. Yep. <laughs> anyway, I figured I'd mention it. So, he he's telling everyone, um, we did it. We blew up their zords, and now we can take over the, the world. Hooray! I just really love how much they play into the characterization of Rito as Rita's fuck-up little brother. Because, like... Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, he, he blew up the Zords, which is, granted, a pretty big deal and everything, but Rita's just like, yeah. I'm so proud of you. You did such a good job. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I'm proud of me, too. He's, he's <laughs> clearly the deadbeat of the family who has to move in with his sister because he can't pay his rent on his own. And Like, like the, just... that, the idea of Rito is funny, but boy, do I hate all of this dialogue with a passion. <laughs> really? I just like, I like that he's flexing the whole time. I will say that, like... They're trying to play Rita and Rito as, like, kind of playing around with each other. In this specific scene, Rita, like, does the exact same move to Rito, like, eight times. Yeah. Where she just, like, kind of, like, pushes his head a little bit to be like, oh, I'm just playing with you. But then she does it over and over again, and it's kind of weird. She's just beating him. (laughs) And, and, like, they... (sighs) Rita has a really good voice for yelling and being angry. She does not have a good voice for long pieces of dialogue like they're giving yeah, her here. That's I'm going true. to commit her off the exposition using this horrible voice. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, really it's... good, Luke. You should be our Rita now. You sounded like you were dying saying that, though. She sounds <laughs> like she's dying. I mean, that is accurate to the Rita voice when given long, <laughs> like, exposition yeah, like that. Yeah, didn't Barbara Goodson or whatever I've, actually ruin Like, her? Barbara yeah. Goodson may have died slightly during that. She yeah. said, She said, like, if I knew that I was going to be doing it for six years, I would yeah. not have picked that voice, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so, so yeah, because you can't change it now. Like, it's right, too no. late. But they, they, I mean, they even dub her in after they have a new actress to play her, which is kind of like a big... Yeah. No, no, just just one episode of, like, I'm going to get those powers. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. I'm going to get those Power Rangers. So just the Princess Bride joke. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, exactly. Wait, who does that in the Princess Bride? I don't remember. Um, I think it's the, Miracle Max, right? No, no, no. The, nope. the albino they call the character. Oh, yeah, that right, guy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, just steal that joke. It's a, good a pretty joke. good joke. Yeah. <laughs> so at this point, uh, like, we, they're like, okay, we did it. We're the best. We cut down to the command center. Uh, everything is jacked up as it often gets. I, I wonder if at some point they just like put a like an action figure button in there to pop all the uh, all the all the fucking uh, panels out at once, so oh, they wouldn't sure. have to. D- Did someone go and then rip it up, or is it broken because the Zords got beat? So that's the thing is like they did say something last episode about like. I'm trying to make the power accelerator go, but they're pushing it too hard, and it's going to blow. We touched like, on it. Yeah. Like, after realizing okay. solar power was a stupid way to power the Zords, they wired them directly into the command center. So when All the right. Zords blew and up, they blew it, like, the breakers. Back, All right. Yeah. Or yeah. the morphing grid has become so pervasive that it is fracturing reality, and we're seeing the 
echoes of an alternate version of events were in the so here's the thing luke they explicitly said last episode that the feedback from the megazords was blowing up the power the yeah because loop. because okay. reality tries to resolve itself in such a way that it makes causal sense when quantum physics get involved yeah you know you've got a great <laughs> theory when you have to come up with an explanation for why the canonical explanation is different it just, yeah, sounds exactly. like, it just sounds like techno babble to me, Luke. Are you just bullshitting? I just like, well, speak. <laughs> yeah, I just like that Luke got kind of tired halfway through that explanation. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know where I'm going with this, right, guys? We've been on this call for like an hour and a half at this point. He's probably Already, just tired. Yeah. So, Sorry. Uh, so uh, Billy's like, I don't know how to fix this shit. Uh, this is bad. And Alpha's like, it could take centuries. And Kim goes, Alpha, we don't have centuries. But I like to imagine her saying it like, no, Alpha, we don't have centuries, you fucking moron. That's, that's kind of how she says it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she does a little I, bit. Th- uh, Amy Jo Johnson sounds so tired. Like, speaking of being tired, she just sounds exhausted anymore. Yeah. She's, she's said it that way for a while. She's like, Alpha, we don't have centuries. <laughs> I mean, she is going to uh, be leaving the show somewhat soon. Like, she probably yeah. is just fucking tired of this shit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, um, uh, uh, Rocky, not Rocky, I'm sorry. Adam, Adam is like, Zordon, can you bring our Zords back? And I'm like, dude, they're decapitated. <laughs> yeah, we just like, went over this, talking? Adam. <laughs> they're super dead. The Zords have gone to a farm upstate where they can run around and be happy, Adam. They, you can, <laughs> they can come back because they're not happy here. That lie is very hard to, like, play off when you watch them, like, be, like, <laughs> cut into little pieces. Like, oh, as soon God. as you weren't looking, they all glued themselves back together, and they were totally fine. <laughs> probably, probably trick Rocky of that, but I don't think Adam Yeah, Adam does have object permanence. <laughs> that, that, that's where his dog Buster is. Yeah, Rocky's dog Buster. God, okay. So, um... <laughs> Then Adam asks a question that I can't believe none of them have ever ever bothered to ask, which is, hey, Zordon, where do our superpowers come from? The best part about this is Zordon's response is... Legend has it that there is a lost temple hidden beneath the desert of despair. The keeper of the temple is named Ninjor. He forged the original power coins to be used by those battling the evil forces of the universe. But this may only be a myth. Like, wait, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> yeah, this is, we've mentioned it before, but this is the first time when you are told by the show that Zordon did not make the superpowers. Right. He just fucking found them. Yep. Yeah. Which is insane. <laughs> and also, it means that, like, I get that there's a lot, like, the Power Rangers universe, there's actually kind of a lot going on, like, mm-hmm. most of it's dumb, but there's wizards and aliens and all this stuff, and it doesn't all have to be connected, but I do love the fact that a magical alien wizard came to Earth and just kind of stumbled on another different thing, yeah. <laughs> and then, like, yep. he used that as his whole signature deal. What I especially <laughs> like is that uh, Zordon is this all-powerful looking wizard guy in a tube, and the person who actually made the swords is some kind of robot ninja guy who speaks <laughs> in a weird Spoilers. way. Yep. Yeah. We do see an image of like Zordon before he got trapped in the tube, and other than the ridiculous clothes, he's kind of just an old dude. Like He's not that impressive. Yeah, he's, a wizard. he's a wizard-looking guy. So, uh, at this point, um, 
He's like, okay, so listen, here's the deal. Uh, the des- You got to go to the Desert of Despair. This is the legend. He's still presenting this as like he doesn't even know if it's accurate. It may only be a myth. We have this map, though. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you say he found. I think he just stole these coins and is trying to use, like, have some plausible deniability. Yeah, <laughs> no, that sounds entirely accurate. Uh, he says the keeper, you have to go find the temple of, does it have a name? Uh, it's in the desert of despair. Um, uh, you have to go to the temple and then, um, you will find Ninjor, who is the keeper of the temple and forged the, the coins to battle the evil forces of the universe. I mean, uh, so I, Um, so I hear anyway, I've never actually met the guy. But this may only be a myth. Yeah, Yeah, no, I'm, I'm starting to buy into Luke's theory that he just like fucking stole the things and is like, right. Because Alpha says, we, what about the map we found with the coins? So if they're like, if what they're saying is true, that means they found a box with like just a box with coins and a map to where the coins used to be? Question mark. I think the back of that map probably said, if found, please return to this address. <laughs> <laughs> and then it said Ninjor at the bottom, and they're yeah. like, I don't yeah, know yeah. who that is, but okay, we're taking these. <laughs> Legend says, because it says legendary map on it, it's actually just Ninjor's D&D campaign map. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all okay. a hex grid. So I, rem- I remember we were arguing about whether Dead of Despair was on an alien planet or not, if it was on Earth or a different dimension, and I I think Luke said, like, oh, it's definitely on a different planet. I don't... Do we ever, I don't think I don't that's remember them mentioning that. I, I believe if I because I watched I didn't watch the beginning of this four parter, but I watched the the latter half of it when we were doing the movie. Um, if I remember right, when they come back from the desert, you see them warping from another planet back to Earth. Okay, well, we'll I keep think, our eyes I don't open. remember for sure. I, okay, yeah. I'm gonna keep my eye out for that because like I was just thinking the whole time I'm watching this, I'm like, wait, when did they say it was on a different planet? There like, was a well, reason I had for saying it was on a different planet, and I, I yeah. it was not something I pulled out of my butt. Well, we'll because we'll right. I never we'll, do that with anything. You know, the, the, the <laughs> sure, desert right, okay. of despair, or as it's now known nowadays, Nev- Nev- Nevada. There you go, Nevada. I yeah, that was a great that joke. That was it was very funny. Over. Yeah, that, that was some great <laughs> delivery. So yeah, I know. I could be a stand-up comedian on the stage and talking. Yeah, to yeah uh, they get to the they get to the temple of despair in the desert of despair, and it's Vegas. Whoops. Uh, <laughs> don't go there. And a temple of despair is the, what they call the casino. <laughs> is it called right a temple though? of despair? Wait, wait, Why is wait, all this wait, good power that... like in this like horrible place? <laughs> what, like, what, it's what, because they took that? all the they wait, took no, all the goodness. Shut the hell up. I need to hear Joel. Shut up. I need to hear Zach's very funny joke again. I said, "Ha Don't go there. You'll lose all your money." <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, so, yeah. I mean, he did anyway. lose. He did lose his like most valuable coins. Yeah, that's exactly. That's what happened. He he fucking bet his power coins. Can we please elevate this to a new official TWA theory that the Desert of Despair is Las Vegas, please? And also that he bet all his power coins on black, yep, and then yep, it came up go. red. Well, yeah, no, Zordon won it in a fucking Sabacc tournament. I mean, <laughs> we've already established it is Power Rangers canon and not our bullshit that Zordon, like, bet the fate of the universe it's on true. a coin flip. That's true. Yeah, Zordon forgot, has yeah. an established gambling addiction. Yep. <laughs> Put the seat on it. Theory. Official. And go. then when so, he won, he agreed to go two out of three. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. So, yeah, uh, at this point, um, Zordon... Okay. Zordon's, like, whole... Uh, like I've got to protect you thing that that comes up occasionally and then they forget. Um, so in the re- in the comics recently, 
uh, it it was revealed that uh, he had a he had a ranger team in the sixties, and almost all of them died, which would explain like <laughs> the way he acts sometimes. Do you get because- to see the sixties rangers? Yes, you do. Yep. Oh man, it's, it's kind of cool. It's it's only like an an, an issue. It's mostly no, a flashback. Oh man, see, I want like but, a whole arc about them. Yeah, well, so the Red Ranger from the the sixties team like basically founds. Um, uh, she she founds founded founded a uh, company that is like a super uh, high tech. Uh, um, like she, she founds a tech firm basically, uh-huh. and it's been recently revealed she's building like human tech zords oh, shit. to help defend the Earth. It's neat. It's so a it's neat like that. Arc, it's like that organization in Doctor Who that like tried to establish an Earth based. Yes, it's very much like Torchwood. Yep, yep. It's a neat. It's it's cool. But that said, he's like, I don't want you to go, Zordon. They don't have superpowers. There are evil magic space aliens. What is your alternate plan? Like, <laughs> what? I don't understand. I get that you supposedly care about them, you know, debatable. But, uh, like, what do you, what do you want to do? Well, here's the problem. Zordon doesn't like the idea of them getting powers from somebody other than him. <laughs> well, oh, I mean, it's sure. more like, okay, like, he's going to teleport them to the Desert of Despair. And if it is on a different planet, they don't have any power to teleport them back. I can understand right. why he's like a little cautious to just send them where they can't. They might just be trapped there and starved to death. Yeah, I, I mean, don't see that bothering Zordon is the thing. No, that's true. <laughs> the only actual danger that they end up encountering in the Desert of Despair is the Tengas, which don't exist well, that's yet. Not, true. That's not true. There's all sorts of environmental oh. hazards. There's some traps. There's some traps. Yeah, there's yeah. Some, oh, I forgot some about that. Traps. Point. Yeah, you'll oh, yeah, also, right. also a cool wailing sound effect. That's very. Dangerous. It's kind of neat. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, they all gather around, uh, th- they basically say, no, Zordon, we can't give up cause you know, we'll all die. Like that's stupid. Yeah, like either, either <laughs> they die on this planet or everyone dies when Zed blows it up. Like, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, the, uh, they all gather around the, the, um, the Spencer's gifts, uh, ball <laughs> thing. What are those called? We've referenced them so often. The, They're the little... electrobs. Okay, great. Thank you, Luke. <laughs> Electorb? <laughs> yeah, they're, they're electrode. They electrode, self-destruct. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so they teleport because um, Alpha's like, this is the last teleport juice. Everyone, please be careful. Oh, Zordon, I hope we did the right thing. Try not to worry, Alpha. If the temple does exist, the rangers are the only ones who can find it. My guess is if they don't get these powers, they're dead, right? right. Like, because they, they can't teleport back. They will be cartoonish, like, skeletons sticking out in the desert. Like, yeah. I, right. I hate to I hate to add credence to Luke's theory, but this uh-huh. hand thing they're doing is very similar to when they, like, use the new oh, Jedi powers to revive. Oh, huh. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gee, gee, it's almost like they reused an old script. Almost like reality is too complicated to <laughs> properly portray with just one telling of events. God damn it. <laughs> no, that's so nonsense. <laughs> so they teleport to the desert. It's completely different reasons they do it, though. I love how every time in this show they have an ancient map, it's the most half-ass prop oh, yeah. in yeah. the whole show. Like, like th- not to say that all the props in the show are amazing, because most of them do suck, but like... 
it's just a piece of paper and they never bother to make it look like they, they like... always their maps always look like they came out of a fucking happy meal yep. yeah exactly so he's like okay according Help to Ronald the map, mcdonald get to cheeseburger land <laughs> wait was that zordon no zordon's a wendy's man remember i mean yeah <laughs> that is established so, Nindor could be a McDonald's character easily. Uh, okay, so the, he's like, okay, we got to go that way. Uh, and the big deal is like, there's going to be a distinctive rock formation. They say that a couple times. They don't describe how how it's distinctive. It's just distinctive. No. <laughs> so they start walking, and you hear this noise. The entrance to the temple is marked by a very distinctive rock formation. Huh? Ooh, what a horrible sound. What is that? Remember, Zordon called this the Desert of Despair. Yeah, well, it certainly lives up to its name. Despair or not, this place gives me a major case of the heebie-jeebies. Which uh, is basically like the the wind. I don't know if it's supposed to be magic or if it is just like... I think it's all the, the souls that have been trapped here in the Desert of Despair. Yeah, I think it's like, because it's called the Desert of Despair, and it's like, it Oof. sounds like a, a pained whale. It's a very Greek myth sort of thing of just you're hearing these lament, spectral lamentations. It's kind of cool. Like, it's also like really it. out of place for this show. But, like, if I was playing in a D&D game and I was in a desert called the Desert of Despair and the wind made all the, uh, like, made banshee noises, that would be suitably creepy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, they're like, yeah, it's the de- Desert of Despair, so that's fucked. I don't like it. But let's keep walking. Then we cut to the Balkan Skull plot for this. Uh, uh-huh. Which is episode. which is notable because it's a brand new location. Yep. Mm-hmm. This is a, it's a new location. This is like the fourth location they've introduced on the show. There's yep. also like fifty extras in this uh, in this scene. Like this is not. Well, it's the start of a new season, so they got a new cash injection. This yeah. was right. The, yeah. This is the like, ATV money from last year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that makes sense. So they they walk up to what says the Angel Grove Police Academy, which is celebrating um, its 125th anniversary in 1994 because woo! it says so right on the banner. <laughs> yeah, uh, founded in so, 1869. So I guess it was around when we went to Old West Angel Grove last but season, but not when we went to like 18th nope. century Angel Grove. No, wait, wasn't, did the, did wasn't the there police, yet. as the organization you know them today, exist in 1869? Uh, it depends. Like, the that, sheriff needed. Yeah, it depends on where trainees. Yeah. yeah. So here's the thing. Um, there's an establishing shot, uh, which we like. There, there's always establishing Angel Grove always or Angel Grove Power Rangers always has an establishing shot, even when we've seen the location a hundred mm-hmm. times. They always right. go like, "Here's the Jim and Juice Bar." What they don't ever do is use the establishing shot to set up a joke that's going to happen in yep. like two minutes, which uh, is pretty great because you see, basically, you see a bunch of cadets uh, running in formation, going hop 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 hop, and uh, th- that's just like part of the establishing shot. We've kind of forget about it for a little bit, and then um, Bulk and Skull talk to this guy who's like the gate guard, I guess. Um, and they're like, hey, uh, we're here to, um, oh no, I'm sorry. That doesn't happen yet. I, I lied. Yeah, it, it's does. not, it doesn't, this, it doesn't. This uh, guy they're no, talking like, yeah, to like, looks like he's. I mean, they, they get trampled by the joggers first. Right. Which, yeah. yeah. It's not don't. set up that much. They immediately get trampled by no, the no, people they, going no, they up, don't. up, like, up. The, 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 the first thing they do is go to the gate guard. You're right. 
They oh, but they get trampled on the way there. Guard. They're talking to a guy who looks like he's a setup for one of those things where somebody thinks they're a cop, but they're really they just get, a cop dressed stripper. They don't get trampled stripper. on the way there, do they? Oh, I guess they, they do get yeah, trampled yeah, a little do. bit. Yeah, you're but, right. But, never mind. But yeah, so like, <laughs> they, I actually, I think this gag is pretty good. They, it happens a I couple mean, times while they're here. we've definitely spent too much time arguing about yes. it for it to be good anymore although i do really no, like fine. although i do really like the phrase it's, trampled a little bit i'm sorry that's my fault no it's fine it's very silly slightly um, trampled so they they talk to this guy and they're uh he's like hey y'all want to join the junior police patrol because that's all it takes you just say yes and then now uh <laughs> you put it that way but that guy definitely looks them out and i was like do you really want to be cops? Yeah, this guy does. Oh, that's not, true. This guy's skeptical. Then they say they want to do it to meet women, and he's even more yep. skeptical. Uh, excuse me, sir. Can you tell us where the registration office is? You boys looking to enroll in the junior police patrol? Yeah, you're looking at two of Angel Grove's finest future detectives. We want to wear uniforms so we can impress the girls. <laughs> better have a better reason than that that wasn't meant to sound the way it sounded we want to protect the girls that's better straight ahead you can't miss it <laughs> thanks <laughs> that should right. pretty yeah. much be a get out of here immediately moment right there he don't says say they that want to impress girls or skull does and and <laughs> the the cop is like you should have a better reason than that to be a police officer and then Bulk is as, like, as if it's a noble calling, right? And then Bulk says, like, uh, I meant we want to protect girls, yep. which is not that much. I mean, it's better. It is yep. better. Yeah, it's but still like the, the, the guy should sign them up for an HR seminar first before yeah. they go to the police academy. <laughs> yeah, the nineties. Yeah, right. I mean, it's also the it's also the police organization in any year, right? Yeah, you're right. right. And then he's like, okay, that's it. Uh, you know, that that's the secret code where it's, yep. is you want to protect women. Yep. Go right. ahead. To uh, serve and protect the ladies. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bulk and Skull do this, like, they, like, jump up and down in tune to the hup, hup, hup and go forward, and it's pretty goofy. Remember, people, to be invited to be part of Angel Grove's Junior Police Patrol... We then realize, or there's then a shot where they're like surrounded by people working out, essentially, uh, and Skull has the sudden realization that to be, or Bulk and Skull both, have the sudden realization that in order to be in the junior police, they will have to do exercise. Yes. Which makes them scream in terror. <laughs> Skull specifically Skull specifically describes himself as no muscle and proud of it, which yeah. <laughs> high school and me uh, identified with strongly. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's just it's so silly and like they <laughs> bulk literally Skull's like, no, I don't wanna You will do it and you will like it. And then Bulk, like, literally, like, fireman carries him. Yep. Like, he yeah. just picks him up and starts yeah, taking yeah. him. I, I don't know if this has shown up before, but did you see what's written on the back of Bulk's, like, vest? Yes. Bulky boy. Bulky boy. It's, yeah, that's uh, a good sorry, one. I don't think it has a Y. I think it's, like, B-U-L-K-E. Wasn't there a joke earlier where he'd written his name oh, on a maybe. desk and he misspelled it? Is that yeah. the same? 
B-U-U-L. No, I think he had a B-U-U-L. Yeah, yeah, that's that's But Bulky Boy, yeah, we've seen this before. I will say, I don't think we've seen Skull's jacket before, which is Okay, no, it is IE. It is IE. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it was Uh, a gift from his boyfriend. Right. Skull's jacket, he has spray painted on, but I can't read what it says. It says, like, yeah. yeah. It it looks like he wore this jacket while painting and yes this, this, this yeah jacket. well, well yeah. Bulk, specifically while well, bulk was painting and bulk accidentally painted all over its skull yeah yeah <laughs> and it, it, well, it was it was this cute scene where they were painting their their room together and then right he got a little bit on skull and then he's just like oh no let's, let's put more on it'll be a thing and they're well, like because he's spray painted yeah. on the back too so i'm just imagining skull is standing there like facing the wall painting or whatever Bulk pulls out some sort of power sprayer he made, and it goes wild and, like, covers, like, the wall and skull. <laughs> I like that one better. It was cuter. All right. Um, <laughs> let's, uh, let's take a quick break, and we'll come right back and talk about uh, our, our new additions to the Evil Moon family. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, Sing on the Friday face, sing on the Friday face. The tango song is Every master is telling a story. You get together to have a good time and tell a shared story and some stories don't have ends and that's okay join me the moon rules at the master's studio as we go behind the screens and look into the creative process at the heart of these stories in fact i will often as a gm let the story override the rule set inside the master's studio an audio entropy original All right, so we cut to the moon, and uh, Rita's like, okay, we actually, Rita. We actually, tell us, we actually wipe through Rita's telescope, which is kind right. of a cool transition. Yeah. Which is and looking at like, a very close close-up of one of those eggs starting to hatch. Yeah. Well, so one of those eggs starting to open a dimension to a green screen world. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, it's time! It's time! Oh, I feel like a proud mother to be! Score one for baby brother! Come on, Rita! What's the deal? Tell me what they are! Well, like I said before, I want to bring a special wedding present for you and Ted here. Zed! Yeah, whatever. Rita always calls Zed Ed. Uh,. And then Zed gets mad. Yep. Uh, so he's he says, um, uh, Rito says, so I thought, and then Goldar, who, by the way, like just keeps trying to dunk on Rito and failing because he feels like threatened, I think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this one, he's like, eh, I thought I smelled something burned. Yeah, good one, Goldar. Come yeah. on, buddy. Is it? Is this the first instance of explained eggs in the Power Rangers? Is this the first time eggs make sense? They do explain why eggs are there this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that might be true. At last, we know why egg is there. Yeah. So he's like, "Oh, well, so I happy. brought them for you for present. Um, I forgot what was in them because I'm a moron." See, this uh, is the stuff where I was like. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I, I get it. I like him being goofy, but yeah. Like this is just like exhausting in a bad way. Like, I'm just, this is like just a very drawn out bit that's not funny. This is what, yeah, a, wiki, can, this is what a wiki would define as chaotic stupid. Yeah, <laughs> I can agree with that part. I, I don't I mean, like all the bad guys on Power dumb. Rangers are that. Yes, that's yeah, true. Chaotic absolutely. stupid. But yeah, it's just, yeah, this stuff was like, ugh. You've got 10 seconds to tell me what's in those eggs. What's in those eggs? Tangas? Yep, for you and my favorite sister. Tango Warriors? You brought me Tango Warriors? You did. I could kiss you. If you weren't so ugly. And, uh... Yeah, you know those. So we've talked... so, So, yeah, Zed acts as, like, oh, shit, those are awesome. Like, that's cool. Like, everybody knows what they are. Which is really unfortunate that they build them up so much. We've all seen the movie, the Power Rangers movie, that isn't a you know, different continuity and Right. <laughs> ah. Well not a different continuity, but yeah, you know. you're right. Now Zed Same. is like my own Tengu warriors, with those I can or Tenga warriors they call yeah. them. Yeah, uh, Tenga. With those, I could destroy the whole planet, and I'm like, we see them, and mm. I don't. I guess they can fly, but they can fly. That, <laughs> they got that over the putties, but it's just, not much. They yeah. also can talk. They also right. don't explode when you hit the giant glowing weak point. Okay, that's, that's true. fair. That's a good point. Yeah. All right. Uh, Man. So just, yeah, they're but, also like it kind of implies with the ninja suits that like like when they get the ninja cloth suits that these things are too strong to fight as civilians. Yeah, yeah. Luke, go ahead. I just I missed the putties already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. Here's These guys suck. The tangas are not the I'll, most memorable. I'll These weird, filthy birds. I hate them. <laughs> so we talked about uh, them being from Japanese folklore when we did the movie episodes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about it, and like, I realized that Tengu. I've seen them as birds, and then I've seen them as like. Weird goblin men with red faces and super and long like the noses. really long noses, yeah. Right. And yeah. I did not know what the deal was. Uh, it's a kind so of legend I, that links the two, right? It's like, so it's I Wikipedia it real quick, and I'll just read the this first paragraph really quickly. Uh, Tengu are a type of legendary creature found in Japanese folk religion and are considered a type of Shinto god. Uh, although they take their name from a dog-like Chinese demon... The Tengu were originally thought to take the form of birds of prey and are traditionally depicted with both human and avian characteristics. However, the earliest Tengu were pictured with beaks, but this feature has often been humanized as an unnaturally long nose, which today is widely considered the Tengu's defining characteristic and popular imagination. So it kind of just evolved into that, but it's the same same thing, basically. Right, much like Cyrano Um, de Bergerac, they uh, evolved from birds. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it was originally Cyrano de Bird Girac, actually. <laughs> that oh, makes sense because you. bird is totally bird in French. Here's some traditional artwork of a Tengu fighting an elephant. Yeah, I saw that earlier. It's, it's pretty, pretty good. good. <laughs> it doesn't make a lot of sense. But oh, I love boy. It. The person that made this did not know what elephant feet look like. <laughs> no, nope. oh, no, like, we, we have seen elephants, but they were standing in tall grass. I am elephants have, doing my best, know, elephants, guys. Elephants have weird claws, right? Like definitely big claw feet. Uh, All right, so um, so yeah, so they they've got these tengas, uh, 
and they are big purple birds. Just they're they're the exact same suits as the movie. That's I think the only thing think that so, they yeah. brought over. Um, I mean, other than you know the plot and the continuity of it. Are they uh, also yeah, the enemies exactly. in the Sentai? Yeah. Uh yes, they are. Yeah, they yeah. are. They are. I assume uh, that's why they're they're here. But you know this this strange new uh, villain appears with a new type of mook to stick on the Power Rangers while they go to a different world in a desert. Mm. Mm-hmm. Weird. <laughs> I will. I yeah, will it's also almost say... like they reused a fucking script. It's almost like they're the same plot uh, <laughs> filtered through two different lenses. They're very similar. Well, specifically, plots. we're it's talking true. about Rita's telescope lens, right? Because they reused a script. No, because <laughs> we, D- Joel, we have established on this show that Power Rangers is uh, factual. It's a documentary series. <laughs> So okay. I'm just saying, when you film these events through a digital video camera, like on TV, they look one way, and when you film them through an analog Stop film it. camera, they look a different Stop way. It. Um, I, that's not how <laughs> uh, television th- cameras. Yeah, there was no digital work. film camera in 1995. Two things: a, I forgot about. That's what I'm your, saying. I forgot about your camera theory. B, you said through a different lens. I didn't know you meant literally. I thought that was a metaphor. I meant figuratively and literally. Okay. No, the the so, TV show was shot on video. The movie was shot on film. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Different okay, results. So, again, I thought when we saw the Tingas in the, the show and not the movie, I was like, please don't let them talk. No, they still talk, which yeah, still it's makes... the worst. Which yep. still makes the fact that the rain... I mean... Simon, not that many mooks talk, right? Not like, that I remember. Any of them besides these ones? Uh, there are a couple, I think. I remember like one or two different ones being able to. So, but like, honestly, I don't see why we're drawing the line at talking here because putties clearly talk too. Like they have a language, and their yeah. and their it, body language clearly denotes that they have some degree of yeah. sense of self. I mean, and the difference yes. is that the Tengu, the Tenga can go, please don't kill me, and then the Power Rangers murder them anyway. Yep. I mean, the <laughs> putties the have difference. very clearly said, please don't kill me. <laughs> yeah, okay, fair. You are putting way too much emphasis on the English but, language as being a defining they, feature they, of intelligence. <laughs> so when they come out of the eggs, the birds are all... T- so first, they can all speak perfect English, but they're sort of acting like they're babies because they're like... I thought I'd never pick my way out of there! And then they start jumping around. So yeah, yeah. let's let's break down let's break down um, Tenga um, inherited knowledge and non inherited knowledge. They know what birds are. The and English what they language. Do. They know what birds are. They know what flying is, but they don't they know, know how to do it. They know what's expected of birds. They come in with like right. pre-installed expectations or goals, I guess. Yeah, yeah we, we should so- fly. So they try to fly, and then they figure it out, and the flying animation is hysterical. It's super it's goofy. very bad. And yep. they, they put it through, like, the lens of Rita's telescope to try and make it look a little less bad, but it still looks really bad. <laughs> there, so there's an important Rita character trait, uh, character backstory bit that we get that I love. Well, um, importance, nothing. None of this is important, but it's neat. Uh, I love it. Rito is like, hey, Rita, remember when mom and dad got you that little uh, fire-breathing dragon, but you really wanted a cute planet instead, so you burned the house down with the dragon? And I was like, fuck, Rita's the best. (laughs) Do we ever find out anything about their mom? I don't don't know. I want to know know what the, uh, I guess, Rita-Rito family is uh, like. I think, um... 
because the other thing we found out about her when she was a kid is like she wanted to play with dolls, but she yeah. didn't get any or whatever it was. Well, like, we've talked was... about it before that her and her brother do not have the same last name. Yeah. Well, we no. kind of covered that last episode where yeah. the um apparently the prevailing fan theory is that Rita Rito is the family name. And like they choose right. a last, uh, the last oh, name they've yeah. chosen. Except no. that their dad's name is Master Vile. So yeah. See, <laughs> no. Yeah. My, my pitch is that they are not blood related because also, I mean, one's a weird army skull monster and one's a <laughs> woman. I, I think that Master Vile is some kind of evil wizard that adopted them from a young age to train them to be his apprentices. Right. When Kimberly, when Kimberly got age regressed and time, time displaced into another dimension, Master Vile right. is the one who found her, like Master Roshi exactly. finding Goku. Like, I, I think they are an adoptive Mas- family. I do Gohan not think they have any blood relation. They certainly don't look anything alike. Right. Exactly. Yeah, sorry, um. <laughs> it's fine. But uh, did you guys compare him before to, like, Thanos, where he had, like, multiple yeah. daughters, but they're all just, like, yeah, a little not bit. Not actually related. Like, right. I guess that before. Yeah. I feel that's like that's fair. something we said. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I that, yeah, that's, I think that uh, works. I think Marvel definitely, like, took that plot point from Power Rangers. Oh, definitely, definitely. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Thanos was before Power Rangers. I could be mm, wrong. I don't know. Also, in Zelda, there's bird people that are named Rito, and Rito brings the Tango, who are up. bird people. And, uh, yeah, it's all connected. It's all connected. So, uh, everything comes from Power Rangers.com. Uh, so the Avengers point, Infinity Wars is the exact same story as this, and it's canonical with Mighty Morphin Power. Yeah, no, <laughs> Infinity Wars is basically a retelling of the en- events by the end of In Space. I hate all this. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, the the there's one egg that doesn't hatch. What's with that egg? It didn't hatch. Oh, it must be a dead. No, there's something very important about that egg. I just forgot what it is. Luke, I agree with you. The fact that Rito doesn't remember, like, that's stupid. It's I, just, uh, yeah. Th- Thanos first appeared in 1979, apparently. All right, there you go. Uh, 73, so sorry, 73. I mean, right, and the Power Rangers have been active since at least the 60s, so. Right, right. we established yeah. that earlier. So ah, now Zed realizes <laughs> that the Power Rangers are looking, are in the desert of despair. Will nothing stop those power breaths? Troublesome teenagers are headed right through the middle of the desert of despair! No, no! What? They must be looking for that lost temple! That means they're looking for the ninja powers! We have to stop them! What the f- why do you know all this? Like- Yeah. (laughs) Because they were there when Zordon stole those coins. Well, okay. They were a crew, Zordon betrayed them and stole the coins. Exactly. It's all, it, it's all, you know, basic knowledge of the legend of Ninja and stuff. Everyone knows that in space. It's, you just, like, they're in the desert of despair. Oh, going for the ninja powers, like those silly Power Rangers. See, Zeto Vision, when you, like, plug in uh, people to, like, track across all of space and time, mm-hmm. um, also has tooltips that'll pop up, giving you little factoids yep. about where they're oh, at sure. and what they're doing. yeah. Oh yeah, it, it it looks like the Metroid Prime scanner, and all it also scans like the Metroid Prime scanner. You get the little yeah. like logbook entry. A quick question: Did Zordon say anything about ninja powers? No, no, no. right? He just said get your get powers, like right. Yeah. Well, I mean, this dude's name is Ninjor. Put, okay, put it together. so maybe she's just making yeah. an assumption. Is what you're <laughs> well, yeah, if yeah. Zordon gives them the Zord powers, clearly Ninja gives them the Ninja powers. I love they. Right. Sh- what if they show up and ask for the Ninja powers, and he's like, "They're it's like dog based powers." What? But what are you talking about? <laughs> well, well, we just because your name 
Fuck you. No, I mean, Doggy Kruger gives them dog powers. Keep God up. God damn it. <laughs> um, but does the sword ever mention Ninjor, though, either? Yeah, he calls him Ninjor. He yeah, says, okay, the legend yeah. says the power coins are created by Ninjor. Oh, right. I didn't see that. I don't remember. So that he doesn't say anything about nin- ninja powers. So, yeah. oh, did, yeah. did we mention R- Rito talking about how like one egg hasn't hatched yet, and he's like, "Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, we just like that line reading." Also, yeah. Ninja he... predates the invention of ninja as like a thing in history. So, are is the word ninja based on Ninjor's name? Like, we kind of talked po- about this, like the idea right. that the ninja powers are from space. Which, like, does that mean? Yeah, that whole thing is weird. Okay, yeah, uh, all right. But, but no, yeah, it's actually so, yes. like a parallel like evolution thing because the yeah. traditional ninja are nothing like uh, pop culture ninjas anyway. Yeah, you're well, right. No, here's here's what it is. Zordon stole them coins. He comes to Earth. He's like, oh, man, they already got something called ninjas here. Fuck, I got to come up with a different... All right, dinosaurs. Fuck it. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> so... They're, uh, they then go, oh, right, I forgot. It's the... It's a vampirus egg. Uh, so yeah. yeah, it's a it's a monster, and Finster says like, "Oh, that's a horrible monster. I don't I don't even want to make something like that." Basically, yeah. Um, which is just cover for I don't have the recipe for that one. Yeah, yeah. it's not in my book. Maybe the power coins were like blank slates, and he had to like right. get like a like how like in the in the in the in the new movie how they're like, oh, it, it right. took on the power or whatever the. Like strongest organism been wise. prototyped right, right. yet. Got it. So Zordon, yeah, like, so do they were you blank think... coins, and then he's like, "Oh, dinosaurs are pretty cool." Right. Well, so, do you yeah, think it's... Zordon showed up on Earth in prehistoric times, like in the new movie, and that? Okay, hear me out. Okay. Do, do you think the original Power Rangers were just dinosaurs? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that's how it is in Jew Ranger, right? That's pretty much what it is. Oh uh, yeah, it kind of is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, sort I mean, of. it's basically it's basically the plot to the pilot of Beast Wars, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, so okay. Rita comes up with a plan. I got it! I got it! Send out the Tangas with the vampire thing. The Tangas can attack the Rangers after they find the temple entrance, and then they can bury the egg outside the temple. Brilliant. Once the vampire egg hatches, it can seize the temple's power for our own! <laughs> your new army awaits your command! Uh, uh, fly, Tango Warriors! Carry the egg of vampires to the temple gates! Then seek out and destroy those has-been rangers! What? Wait. That's a little confusing. I don't yeah. understand. Why, why, not, why not just attack them before they find well, the temple? Uh, don't don't right. they say that the whole thing with the vampires is it can, like absorb energy so they want it, they want it oh, to steal yes, the okay. energy of the power so points. the idea is that they're gonna use yep 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 so that's the idea uh because also i guess they don't know where the temple is they just know it's there well, so yeah, they they'll wait the for them to get they'll wait for them to get there and then they'll attack them okay also sure. finster doesn't like the vampires monsters he gets too nasty for me it's right not, yeah, yeah. 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 That. he's yeah. covering because he doesn't know what to make oh, okay. he says it's too gotcha. too dirty I'm not paying attention to you, apparently this episode. It's like, fine. Keep your <laughs> things, like... We're kind of boring. So the uh, the the tangas. Also, when the tangas walk around, they flap all the time. Like they, which I mean, they're birds, but like they're like one of those action figures that has like a button to make them move, but all the limbs yeah. are connected to just a single like gear. 
Right. <laughs> I just keep thinking of the fact that the stuntmen had to just walk around like while flapping constantly, oh and yeah. that sucks. <laughs> do you think it's the same guys who did the putty suits, and do you think they're really pissed about the change? Uh, probably. I mean, I doubt they hired new stuntmen. I can These look it suits up. probably yeah. suck. Did, 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 did we skip over the whole fire scene? Did I miss something? No, not no. yet. Yeah, We've just yeah, spent yet, an incredibly long time on this moon. Scene. All right, there you go. So we okay. cut to the to the uh, uh, the, the desert, the desert of despair. and the rangers are walking around. Kimberly's like, "Boy, I miss teleporting." Uh, Billy Which says, it, it, "This is one of those things in the show. Like they can't commit to actually making them look exhausted. They're just kind of walking." Yeah. Like, they're not, like, you know... Well, they right. clearly just walked out of their trailers and have been right. walking for 30 yeah. seconds. Yeah. Splash some water on her to make them look sweaty, guys. Come on. Yeah. So, uh... Luke demands really... sweatier rangers. Do it. <laughs> give, me the, give me that sweaty ranger action. He just wants the wettest rangers possible. <laughs> what the uh, fuck? So, <laughs> get some hot, wet rangers. So, Billy Do is it. like, we should be coming up on, on the rock formation soon. Uh, and then... Hey, you guys, look at this rock. Ah! The fire! Kimberly is like, hey, a rock. Yeah. <laughs> Check out this cool rock, you guys. Yeah, Kimberly picks up this... It looks like a big it's, marble. It's perfectly spherical, so good to see what she's like. Oh, it's a cool rock. You're yeah. so potentially alien world. Don't fucking touch things. Some water <laughs> masters of plotting. And, and <laughs> like... So here's the thing. Uh-huh. They said earlier that, like, the Desert of Despair is, like, filled with hazards and traps. I mean, it's called the yep. Desert of Despair. Apparently one right. of the traps is... It's cool-looking rocks that blow up into flames. If you pick up this one specific rock <laughs> and then drop it, it makes okay, a it got, little it ring hot. of... Okay, hang on, hang on, guys. Guys, we just didn't see Kim make the will-save rule to, right. like, not pick up the rock. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and then there it makes, go. like... A little ring of fire around them that they could yeah. easily just jump over, which is in fact what most of them do. Yep. Okay, and when Rocky is one of the first people to defeat your trap, you've got a bad trap. <laughs> yeah. Well, they don't call him Rocky for nothing. He's all about, he knows all oh, about He's rocks. in his element, I see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, w- I want to say we, we, ha- we have, we clearly see it's Amy Jo Johnson here, and there's like yeah. pyrotechnics going on, so I think it's kind of like, did she get over that? Or like, or is this yeah. is the fire in some of these shots CG kind of well, thing? Well, so it, like, I think it's both because I think the there's a very small fire along the ground, and then they like drew in bigger fire on top of it. Yeah, some of that I think fire that's is right. very clearly CGI'd in. Yeah, so, yeah. Okay, it's like, yeah. okay, we we want you to have this cool stunt where you jump over a fire, uh, but the law says we can only make this fire like an inch high. Well, right. <laughs> the other problem is that uh, they have. After they jump over this thing, basically Billy drops the map and it gets yeah. all burned up. Um, Billy and so, fucked up. So now they're well, just Billy wandering. actually wants to run back in to try and take it out of the flames. They have to hold him back. Right. Like, no, Billy, fire is hot. <laughs> yeah, fire hot. But now <laughs> Billy's like, okay, I think we'll know it when we see He's it. He's like, so I remember, am I. I remember <laughs> what it looks like from the map. And then Aisha just like falls into magic sand, so yep. like that's a yeah. little bit better of a trap, I guess. Before that trap, though, they do a like pan up to like the sun, and then it cuts back to Aisha, who just folds her arms and does this sigh, like oh, I cannot believe we're fucking doing this. Yeah. <laughs> she looks so fucking done with everything, and I love it. When when they cut to the sun, I definitely hear the spaceballs narrator in my head going, "Nice transition." You all right? 
Nice dissolve. <laughs> that's, that's a joke so yeah they, they cut uh, or, or she falls into this trap sand they get her out so it, like, the sand sink like pulls her down to her like chest in like two seconds and then kind of just stops and lets her struggle but also it's like magic because there's like magical effects on it yep. like right and Tommy's the, acting like he can't actually get to her well I think he's right. scared of also falling in okay yeah, yeah. This is the they form a human chain pull her out yep Except for Kimberly. She's yeah, not except in for chain. Kimberly, who is the most valuable member of this chain of like pulling somebody because she should be the anchor. Right. 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 Yeah. Because uh, of her giant legs. Uh, so <laughs> at this point, um, Billy's like, oh, there it is. And it's like, wow. Okay. That was fast, but good, I guess. You I don't know. know. The, the Power Rangers way raise the stakes and immediately resolve it. I like the scene a lot better when it was a fossil monster. Yeah, I, I yeah, yeah. I you just think it's kind of hard scene. to in a TV show where you've got like you know your pacing and time issues, like to to show like let's just get through a series of traps. Like that's oh not- well, I'll I'll fix it right now. Cut one of the traps and spend double the time on one of them. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah you could do that. Or I you agree. come up with more of them. You don't have to define it very well. Just do a montage. Yeah, well, yeah. That, that's more expensive to actually. It's film, more expensive. Though. Yeah, that's no, a good point. Yeah. What you need to do is have two traps, so that when you do the trailer for the episode, you could just cut two quick, quick shots of these two traps and imply that there's like a million different dangers in the desert right. of despair, but there's really only two. <laughs> so they they start hiking up this rock formation. Man, I'm starting to think this is Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> and Billy's like, "All right, let's look for an opening in the rock." I like how this rock is supposedly so, so distinctive that Billy can tell what it is, despite having only had vague allusions to it. Like, right. I don't like know how I describe this fucking rock. It's just is fucking. It, is it Vasquez rocks? Like that famous rock that's in every movie ever? Maybe, maybe that's how. I'm he not sure. Really was. I don't know. Well, and also it Joel, like he, it. Can't, he can't describe this rock either because they ask him what it looks like so they can help him look. He's like, oh, we'll know when we see it. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't understand why. This is the most generic-looking rock formation. Also, at some point... um, <laughs> At some point... It's spiky, uh, yeah, no. <laughs> everyone starts looking around, and but Tommy like bends over to tie a shoe, which is just something I noticed that's weird. Yeah. It's it a very Tommy detail. It doesn't go to anything. It's just like, I gotta tie my shoe real quick. Everybody else can look, it's fine. <laughs> that was the only take they had time for. Yeah. Listen, it was. It, they just wanted to put a little bit of reality in there. Like someone might need to tie their shoe. In well, real no, life, I think. So. I think. I think his shoe just came untied while shooting. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the uh, uh, the tengas show up. Somebody's like, "Oh man, can this get any worse?" And one of the tengas is like, "I don't know. Let's try," which is not bad. They like uh, kick Billy in the stomach, and he looks like legitimately hurt. Yep. Yeah. He's like, oh, jeez. Oh, so they just God. don't even try to fight them, despite God. the fact that. Gosh, that hurts. <laughs> that one. Mm. No, I'm despite good. Just keep the. We can keep going. Oh boy, I'm just gonna try to walk it off. Oh. So oh, despite gosh. the fact that mm. uh, you just the ate the Family Guy, <laughs> Rangers, the Rangers have fought, uh, you know, putties and even full-on monsters multiple times without their suits. 
they're, they just kind of run away and hide and like Kimberly ducks in, in a rock formation so she doesn't get pecked to death. The thing about this is like they want to imply that the Tenga are like stronger than the putties and are, are like a legitimate threat. But Aisha kind of holds one off just by kind of pushing a pushing it away. Yeah, it's, it's, it's great. Really <laughs> flimsy. She's like, eh, she's just sort back of, off. Yeah, just sort of shoves <laughs> at it. And like, yeah, <laughs> it's like I, I know I did watch this one with sound, so I know that's not the case, but I love the idea if the music could just cut out there, like, <laughs> stop it. Hey, hey, cut it out. <laughs> so they they run away. They get in this, like, crevice, and they're this like, kind of, kind of big-looking crevice, and that the tanker can fit through, despite the fact that it's V-shaped and they can fly and right. what, whatever. Yeah. Now, in, yeah. in this crevice, there are... There are ghosts, and I don't know why it's not ever addressed. <laughs> yeah, you know, just sometimes there's ghosts there. <laughs> sometimes there's a ghost. There's one part where Kimberly gets, like, separated from the group, and she's, like, in this, like, uh, little cubby hole, and she gets out of it by kicking the Tengu. And if yeah. this scene was in the movie, she would have been like, Tommy! Yeah. Tommy! But yeah, she doesn't do that true. because he's actually her character in the show. Where <laughs> 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 she just gets out on her own. Well, Billy helps, so, yeah, but... they they go into this... Cav or uh, crevice, and literally there are little like not CG but rotoscoped ghosties just floating around for whatever ghosties. reason. Ghosties, yeah. Well, they're like part of a complete go- breakfast. They're literally like cartoon ghosts. Right, like yeah. they, <laughs> it's really silly, and I don't know why they're there. And what's weird Spooky is they don't even game. they don't even react to them. They're just like oh whatever. <laughs> like, no, because I don't even think they told the actors they were there. Because yeah. it's no. like so yeah. Yeah, that was so, something that was added after the fact, like as an yeah. afterthought. And it was like okay, you got to make this cave look spookier. I know, but like so, in context of the of the actual story, they're just like echoes, whatever. <laughs> I love the idea of telling an effects artist. To make something like a little creepier, and he just puts ghosts. Like he's just like fuck. So it. I'm gonna say initially the guy actually went and did something really spooky. Like wait, what? No, no, this is a kid show. It's gonna freak them the fuck out. Like tone it back a bit, and then he went too far just the make other it way. Halloween ghosts. Yeah. So they walk through the ghosts and into like a darker part uh, of the the thing. And I mean. I don't know that much else happens. Like, yeah, but they keep the mystery for next episode. Well, we do quickly cut up to see of the uh, like the the moon crew being like, oh, they're blocked, they can't get in. Um, but they do plant the uh, vampirus egg, so we do see that happening. Looks like the end of the road, guys. I don't believe it. Perfect. It's a dead end, man. After all, we've been. fall through the the portal to the mushroom well, specifically, kingdom. Specifically Tommy does. <laughs> yeah. He, right. He, for some reason he walks forward straight into a rock. Like, Oh, did you think it was a coincidence we watched the Super Mario Brothers movie <laughs> last year? <laughs> no, it was oh all a plan. <laughs> yeah. We had to be prepared for this, for this. comparison. 
Yeah. I mean, it is almost a year to the day of us watching that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It, it is basically the exact same thing. Like, it's uh-huh. just a, a wall that you walk through and then See, the you're Super in Mario the Brothers movie is actually the same plot as this and the Power Rangers movie, just uh, <laughs> filtered through a different lens. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I didn't even think about it, Zach, but you're right. Tommy just walks forward yeah, into a rock is he, wall. Why was he, was he walking doing? towards that wall? <laughs> yeah, like, it doesn't make any sense unless he went temporarily blind when one of the ghosts <laughs> flew into his eyes. <laughs> Maybe he was trying to, like, kill himself. <laughs> 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 That's like, seriously, he should have just, like, tried to lean back against it and fallen into it. That would have made a lot more sense. No, he just walks into it. <laughs> I suppose that would have been more difficult to pull off. Like, for their effects team. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. It's not much different of an effect. No, it's just yeah, it is because. T- yeah, no, it is because it requires Jason David Frank to mime leaning against something that's not there. <laughs> okay, so it's not the effects team. It's it's too hard for Jason David Frank, is what you're saying, right? <laughs> uh, that's it, I guess. Yeah, yeah, pretty, pretty much. Good. I was gonna say so much like this episode of the uh, television show. This is where our podcast will end. Great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Bye. to be continued. No, well, hold on. Hold you for, on. You <laughs> forgot the goofy, funny credit scene with the Tengas running around in fast motion. That is so funny. Oh, Isn't that literally just the same? Uh, I think it's an extended version of the scene. Yeah, it's just from from earlier. I think. Yeah, it's just an extended version of them running around for some. We have reason. to remember to always mention the credits scene because it's going to happen for the next few seasons now. Oh, good. So yep. anyway, um, yeah, that's it. I come back next week. I I guess the only thing to mention is like you're right. Nothing fucking happened in this one. Nope. I thought that I thought that this one this four parter would I mean, be better. It, I don't know why. It's it, it's kind of a transition episode. They have to like move the plot to this, this different place and introduce the Tengas, and they don't you have could much. You to- condense this entire episode down into maybe ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. T- we found scenes, the cave in the desert. Basically. Oh no, there's Tengas. Yeah, yeah. Um. But I don't know. It's, just, it's still more happens in it than some of the part twos. But yes, you're right. Not, it's not the not worst part two. Tune in next week where I sort all the part twos throughout the franchise. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. God. You have to um, now. No, I'm not going to do that. That sounds like hell. Yeah. Next week, we do meet Luke's favorite character of all time. He's so, so great. Love him. <laughs> So that'll be exciting. Hey, everyone, it's me, Danger. <laughs> yep. That's what it sounds it. like. It sounds like it all. So. Yeah. Yeah. Respect the from my ninja. power, the power <laughs> rangers. Anyway, check Are out you audio. Okay? Yeah, I'm sick. Coming. Check out audioentropy.com where you could find lots of cool. Uh, uh, podcasts that we all do together or with other friends. Um, check out uh, blah 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 blah. Oh, uh, thank you to Mitchell Dill for our theme song. Uh, I don't know what else. Oh, um, nope, that's it. Nope. You don't want to <laughs> okay. anything they want to plug? I guess make sure to send us questions since apparently we're out of them. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I am out of questions. So if you have questions, send them to us at Teens with Tude on Twitter. Can't believe uh, we're, we're finally peaking as a podcast. No one gives a shit anymore. Teenagers with Attitude Whoa, is the <laughs> is the Facebook group. Uh, and uh, teenswithtude at gmail.com is our email address. Oh, I guess there is one thing we should mention, Luke, because this will uh, go up before. Yeah, I guess we can talk about that. Sure. Before it happens. All right. Um, well, I it, host another show on this dumb network called Let's Place. It's a video game podcast about video games. If you like that part at the beginning where Simon ranked every Power Rangers season. <laughs> yeah, imagine that, but on a much larger scale. Then do I have a show for you? <laughs> uh, we are going to do a live show at PAX South um, on December 12th at 8.30 p.m. January in the... 12th. Yeah, oh, did I say December? God. I'm tired. Uh, yeah, January 12th, uh, 8.30 p.m. in the Cactus Theater. I think the three-day passes are already sold out. Um, the one-day passes are at least still on sale as of this recording. Yep. So come come on down and listen to us do a podcast live, why don't you? Yeah, it should be fun. I'm excited. Uh, can't believe terrified. Let's Place is our first live podcast. Um, yeah, yes. it, yeah, it kind of... Like on one hand, I can't believe it. On the other hand, what other way could it have gone? Right, well, right. Because we can't. I mean, we can't. Doing this live would be really tough. No, we couldn't do a rewatch podcast live. But like, yeah, yeah we could. You could. I mean, it would Flop be a little... House does live episodes. It's but it's it's different. Well, the Flop you have House to be... doesn't go scene by scene like we right, do. Right, you have to be much more abridged. You know what uh, else Flop House doesn't do? Pay us to advertise them. No, that's true. That's true. Uh, so. Don't like, listen to Flophouse, please. <laughs> come, God damn it. Come check us out. It, um, it should be a good time. Uh, we're going to try to record it. If you can't get down, we aren't going to make any uh, promises the, yet. The audio should get recorded and released as an episode. The audio will be recorded. I will I, say I, that. I am pretty sure I can manage that. Yeah, we, barring, we have, barring some technical hiccups outside of our control, that should happen. I will say I, I will say this, I guess. We are going to video record it. Whether or not that will be of a quality that like we will release, I don't know yet. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to see how it yeah. like yeah. Well, we yeah. are going yeah. to record it. So yeah, I'm excited. Uh can't wait to do that. Um we get to meet Simon. That's gonna yeah, be Yeah, I'll fun. be there. I'll be attending, Ooh. not participating in the podcast itself, but No, you're not welcome. So we'll we'll have fun stories, uh, and maybe we'll do a live episode. I don't know yet. We'll we'll figure out what we've got time for. Oh yeah, we'll definitely do an in person. Like, listen, now that we're actually doing a live show, you can't call them live episodes when we're just. Oh, you're right. Doing Sorry, them. an in person episode of yeah. teenagers yes. with attitude. Yeah, maybe yep. some bonus thing. We'll we'll figure yeah. it out. But uh, I guess that's it for us. Um, until next time, uh, I've been Zach. Oh, okay. I've been Simo. I've been Emily. I've been Luke. Legends say that a man once started a Power Rangers nope. podcast, and that man's name was Joel. You didn't start it, though. You were just here for it. Fuck Joel. I've been on Power Rangers as a fucking show. I started as yeah, much as anyone. It's, it's a false <laughs> and may the power protect you always. The graduates are back in Police Academy. Oh! I want to welcome all of you to. Ah!
Citizens on Patrol. Citizens on Patrol. The police academy has offered to train you citizens. You just don't think I'm fast enough anymore, do you? To better protect yourselves. Do we get to pack heat? Attention all cars, attention all cars. Mahoney. Gee, I love saying that. Jones. High Dollar. Sweet Chuck. Zed. I demand some respect. And Tackleberry. Please! Good idea. Police Academy 4, Citizens on Patrol. You will like it!